Hey, Redline Radio listeners, you can find us every Thursday on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. All right, before we get started, we want to talk about the presenting sponsor of this show, and that's, of course, Miller Lite. Uh, great weekend for Miller Lite. Listen, tonight is the Dozen Live show. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I might have a couple Millers. It's a good way to do the Dozen. Take yeah, the exactly. Yeah, you yeah. know, just, just to Zone enjoy... In. My time with the people who are going to be coming in town, yeah, enjoy my time with you guys. Often. Yeah, exactly. And that's uh, always a great time around Miller Lite. It, and Miller Lite is Chicago country, too, so get all, all the boys. Everybody competing should have a Miller Lite. Oh, yeah. That's the thing. You go to any bar, and it's just Miller Buckets as far as the eye can see. It's a beautiful sight. That it's white can. Beautiful sight. It's patio great. season. Yes. Yep. Patio season's mm-hmm. been nice. Um, so I'm excited to have some Miller Lights before the dozen and uh, just hang out with the guys. Uh, because it's it's patio season, it, grilling bag season. It's you name lakefront it. season too. Yeah. I was down the lakefront uh, last weekend, and one thing that I would notice is that people just like having little picnics, just sitting out by you know on the path. Yep. Everybody just enjoying a nice, cool, delicious Miller Lite. Yep. So uh, go grab yourself a Miller Lite because with a Miller Lite in your hand, summer doesn't just taste great; it tastes like Miller time. To get Miller Lite delivered right to your door, visit MillerLite.com slash Redline, or you can find it pretty much anywhere they sell beer. Just make sure you're celebrating responsibly. Miller Brewing Company, Milwaukee, Wisconsin, 96 calories and 3.2 carbs per 12 ounces. All right, bang, bang, welcome to the Mid Show, presented by Miller Lite. Later on in today's show, we will be joined by Sale GP athlete Cooper Dressler. Yep. That will be coming up. California um, cool. Yeah, exactly. We'll yep. talk about I the I didn't event. like that part about him, just for the record. <laughs> he was too cool? Yeah. Too cool, a little too handsome, too yeah. fit. Like, you could tell he was from out of town. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right, so good he'll be, athlete. He'll be coming up later. Going to talk a little sale GP as well. It's gonna. That's an event that's going to be in the city next weekend. Uh, it's a let, lifestyle, baby. Yeah. Yeah. Let's start here. Are you guys into, I feel like Danny, this might have your attention a little bit. No, let's hear it. <laughs> Are you into these, like, Apple releases? This is how Red Ed formed. Yeah. The, the Apple releases. The, yeah. No, nah, not necessarily. You were talking not about like the different plugins. Yeah, or that was my problem with, with yeah. the, the plugins and shit like that. Uh, so they have made that a law in Europe. I know, which yeah. I appreciate. I'm more talking about their Socials. new launches. Like, for instance, they came out with the uh, virtual reality goggles. And you could see there's a video of how it works. I don't know if you can pull that up. I saw it. And also the Apple Watch apparently will now be tracking your mental health. Which is interesting. Fucking pass. What do you mean that it's going to track my... You don't tell me how I feel. I tell you how I feel. I have the Apple Watch and, you know, it tells you, like, what your steps you need to get in. And then it'll tell you every hour or so, like, hey, you need to stand. You've been sitting too long. Yeah, that's helpful. Man, but the, that's how I know I'm just a piece of shit because they're like, hey, you haven't stood up in two hours. Do it. And I'm like, nah. But that's, like, an annoying feature, I feel like, in cars, too. Like, there are certain cars will be like, oh, like, you've been driving for X amount of time. Like, pull over and get a car. You know, it'll, like, ding at you. I'm like, don't really? ding at me. I don't think I've ever seen that. Don't ding they at me. My dad's car. they trucks now. Yeah. Really? Yeah. You know, like, your, car, your truck will literally just right, stop. See so, we've got the Apple Vision Pro here playing on the screen if you're watching on YouTube. This is, like, the Minority Report. This is like the entire history of you, Black Mirror. Yeah. I mean, I know that's a common joke everyone's been making. I don't like this at all. Really? Yeah. You would wear this, Ed? You would walk around your house with the fucking goggles on, looking uh, on your notes app? I mean, here's the thing. This These were already kind of available, right? This is just Apple's version of it? Didn't they have like a glass... Well, they had. Well, that's Google for glass. like... Yeah. That, that was for like video games and stuff, right? This yeah, is VR? like a lifestyle. 
So what does it exactly do? Does anyone know? Lance? It's your fucking phone, right? The era of spatial computing is here where digital content blends seamlessly with your physical space so you can do things you love in ways you never thought possible. This is the Apple Vision Pro. But like, how do you click on an icon? You blink? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I don't understand. It reads your brain. I don't like, I'm not, I, I refuse to get one of these. This is going to be the new thing. Everyone's going to be walking around wearing goggles and it'll be cool now. Yeah, can I, can yeah. I ask a question too? I feel like if you're, yeah, you know how you're like on your computer for too long, you're staring at a screen, it like hurts your eyes a little yeah. bit, it hurts your head. What, do you, what is this going to do? Has there been long-term testing about how long, is your Apple Watch going to tell you to take your face mask off? I highly doubt it. Well, it's kind of like the cell phone. Didn't they find out later on that it the being on your ear too much? You. No, not that. <laughs> that it being close to your ear too much was like bad for your... Yeah, it's like the EMF transition or transmissions or whatever, right? But then how different is that than a regular phone, a corded phone that already existed? Or was that just big cord phone coming after cell phone? Yeah, it's not traveling via... Yeah, yeah I but know. I don't think it was that. I think it was just the, the amount. Well, I kind of... I also just hate holding my phone up to my face. If I'm talking to somebody on the phone... I either have headphones in or I'm on speaker if I'm That's alone. That's how I am, too. Yeah. Do you feel infinitely more douchey, though, when you have your phone in your hand and you're having a conversation? I, I Well, I feel like that if I'm FaceTiming. I hate FaceTime. Yeah, I don't like FaceTime yeah, either. That's like a, I think that's like a people just a little bit younger than us. FaceTime, like that's their go-to. Danny, is that true? He's, not, he's over 30. He's old now, too. People do. The FaceTimes are rising. You can't get a good angle of yourself for that long. You're going to be double chinning it with a girl on FaceTime. It's, for it. that's <laughs> very I saw Fuddleberg like talking about it. that. He's like, every time I act like I'm doing something, I'll just put the phone up. So yeah. it just looks yeah. at the yeah, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 He said that. It's, that's, too much attention required in a FaceTime. Yeah. You know, you have to pay, you're making eye contact the whole time. It's like a, a meeting. Yeah. It's like, I'm trying to text other people while I'm on the phone with you. You right. also feel bad hanging up more, right? Cause and you gotta look him in the eye and be like, yeah, right, there's I some, don't want to talk to you anymore. There's something different yeah. about and, saying and that. Then if, if, sorry, if, if FaceTime is, if you just have it, pull the Fuddleberg and have it facing the ceiling, then why not just do a regular call? I agree. Why not just do a regular call all the time? The only person I will FaceTime with is like my nephew. Right. Wow. People you haven't seen in a while. I know someone in this room who's a big FaceTime person. That's not true. Not you. I didn't say you. I uh, you were alluding to No, me. I was not. No, Hannah. I was alluding to that girl who's sitting in that seat. Well, she's of that age. Mm-hmm. How old are you again? 26? She's not as young as you think. She's about to turn oh. 26. Yeah. Well, and she's a girl, more importantly. I think yeah, girls yeah, just yeah. like FaceTime more. And yeah, she's, yeah. And she's like chaotic. She's a chaotic girl. I'm a FaceTime slut. Nope, Is she I don't on? Think that mic's on. <laughs> say Can you say, time. say I'm a slut again Thursday, one more time? Yeah, third time. <laughs> I'm a FaceTime slut and not the way you think. Sorry, that actually came off wrong you said what you said for but life i just feel like i hate texting the most on the phone's okay but i like face to face so do you, you know get mad at a guy though if he like puts the phone to the ceiling like yeah it, i don't mind it okay it just feels like more personal i i no. will say like don't facetime me <laughs> like I just oh don't yeah do it. You, fuck you like yeah. i'm not answering yeah like you can text me if you I'm want. I'm not doing it. I'll it's so call. much faster too. No, it's not. No, it it's isn't. literally not. And it's like obnoxious. That ringtone is so annoying. Okay. That's, That's also true, Dave. But it, and it's like one of those things where I get a FaceTime and it's like you. It's like the Pavlov dog kind of like. Ugh, like the only thing I like about FaceTime is there's certain people when you're getting one from you know that it's probably good. 
Yes. You know, like yes. if I FaceTimed you, you'd be like, oh, this is probably important. Something like I FaceTimed you before when I was at the yeah, ball. Yeah. Like, yeah. And, you know, that's like, all right, this I've is got sacred. I've got yes. one FaceTime from Eddie, but he was not he didn't dial. Yes. You were with him. And then that ended up being like a weird yes. and fun night. So, yes, it was. Yeah, like exactly. the late night but it was, FaceTime. Yeah. Yeah. So to even get to a call is like the only way I'm calling someone is if like I know that texting is going to take far too long yeah you know it's business i mean you just leave the phone there we literally facetimed like two days ago yeah if you're, did, if you're Danny, what do you guys facetime about social stuff like that easier. stuff like that i'm not gonna that's, type out like five different yeah that's different i'm not when gonna type out five different stuff, rules yeah i'd rather just talk like, oh, and cut totally. time oh well, that's like work yeah well yeah yeah but anything, even if it wasn't work. When you I, said social stuff, I thought you meant like your plans for the weekend. Who would also, call it's it easier that? to coordinate that <laughs> way too. What are we going to do socially Hannah. this weekend? You'll be texting with <laughs> Hannah, like coordinate, trying to coordinate something. And then like in the middle of it, she'll just FaceTime you. And then you lose she'll answer text. it in like a, the most crowded, loud bar of all time. And like she's just screaming at the phone and you just can't have a conversation. Yeah, it's like, hey, maybe we should stick to texting. You yeah, so you Hannah, that's a drunk FaceTime. They didn't FaceTime someone to have a conversation if you're at a bar. This whole <laughs> conversation was brought up as like an intervention. You got to stop FaceTiming. I'm literally you know. going to FaceTime you. I won't. I, you're, I'm going to block you. I also feel no I shame in not it. picking up a FaceTime. Yeah, no, neither yeah. do I. Not Especially. even like, not even just letting it ring out to like the voicemail, just instant no and especially if it's at a certain time from a certain person opposite of what i said certain people's like oh this is probably good i'm gonna answer this one if it's certain people no offense like you hannah if it's at 1 a.m on saturday it's like i know what she's doing she's in a bar it's probably chaotic it's not about it right it's now. like the boy who cried facetime like yes. you know you know it's not important <laughs> yes much. exactly you know what's uh i've started doing a lot more recently oh uh, it was by mistake when i first did it is putting the phone on on just complete and total mute you look at your phone so much less without even realizing it because it's not buzzing and going off notifications and shit by like 6 p.m every night i am on do not disturb it is you're awesome. making a face i mean this has been my stance for i'm on everybody except for like one person no 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 you're no i'm talking like you I manually no, do it i get no notifications yeah but yeah. but you don't go on <laughs> that's do not that's, dis- you, that's you, my you, policy but you don't Go to everybody, everybody, and everything is muted twenty four hours a day for me. I'll see it when I see it. I understand, but you you manually like go and mute things. You can just do it all at once by going to do not disturb, and it takes every single. I think he does that. No, he said he he, well, he has what, everybody once, muted except for once, a handful of people. Yeah, like I I have like an in case of emergency yeah. person that I which is my. Parents, but like basically. if I if you were if I was on do not disturb and you sent me a text I wouldn't get it and you would get a notification saying that I'm on do not disturb yeah like, I, I don't get that from you yeah because I have already had you manually muted but I, yeah. I I know about that feature you still do this yeah it's so liberating but like you guys yeah, used to give me a hard time like you used to get I remember seeing yeah, you have like getting push notifications from Twitter which is if I uh, absurd if I follow you that's the only way. Yeah, turn that shit off. Yeah, you have everyone you follow that you have push notifications from mm-hmm. them? Really? That's crazy. That is wild. That's a Twitter setting, not a phone setting. You must get them every... All the time. Minute. Yeah. Sick. That's yeah. disgusting. That is... Yeah, that's what That's I, not a way to live. That's appalling, Dave. It's too much dopamine. I don't know. You get used to whatever you... Just I was, why don't you try do. to just take that and set it right off? Now. Yeah. Um, 
I will say on FaceTime, you can share your screen. So you could show somebody and watch like a video at the same time or like. Oh, I didn't know that. I don't on, care guys. for that. I don't, I don't care for that yeah, either. Yeah, I could probably just wait till the next day. Yeah, just or text it. Hey, know. whatever video you want to just text it to me. I'll watch it when I watch it. Okay, we don't I have like to, have to use my experience. hands. Like I'm putting on makeup or I'm putting things away. I hate fucking texting so much. Like so much. Yeah, texting does blow. Unless it's on my laptop, maybe. But it's I, like disgusting. Yeah, I don't use my phone to text a lot at night. I I will text is like my primary form of communication. Really? Yeah, I don't I don't like talking on the phone. Would you be Would you be into the mental health Apple Watch? No, because I really wanted an Apple Watch, and they said it looks like it. My wrists are too small, so. Oh really? I want to get Greer in here because I bet you yeah. Greer would tell you that it's just a way to sell pharmaceuticals. <laughs> The Apple people told me your, it looks bad. Your wrist is too small for the like closest hole. What? Yeah. Like <laughs> that. E- like even the on? people at Apple said, "Don't do it. Don't get it." Oh, sorry. You're fine. Oh, dude, it is. God damn, you got fucking pencils for wrists. I must imagine if I had fat wrists. Like it's oh my just, god, your wrists are I, like I was, small. I was looking at the last hole. I'm like, there's no way this doesn't that, fit her. That looks like Mincy with the brick watch. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, speaking of that, are you guys watch guys? I have one. Yeah, I don't I wear it often. Like uh, we actually talked about this on um, that draft with the Mean Girls. That I have. I have. Watched, oh yes, we did. And. Uh, and I actually had left at my parents, so I actually now am in possession of it again. But I think the only time I would wear it is if, like, I went to that wedding and I didn't have a watch. Hmm. Like, I felt like that look was incomplete. So I feel like if if I'm wearing like a blazer, then I'll wear a watch. But if it's like a normal day, I'm not gonna wear it. So when I was in Too New York clunky. last time, I got a brick, and that's the first watch I've really ever worn. Mm-hmm. And people say if you're not used to that. You know, the heavy metal on yeah. your wrist, like you'll never do it. I didn't find it to be that bad. Okay, so I hate the metal bands. Really? I, I only use leather. Huh. So because it keeps it in place and it doesn't feel as heavy and clunky. True, it does. Like in Jangle. Like I had to go get it fitted and everything. And even if you get it fitted, it's still going to, yeah. it's not perfect. It's a little loose for yeah. sure. There he is. There, there's, there's the king. <laughs> the, the, Remember when he asked Dave where you could get brick watches in the Texas. Barstool store. That's head of sales. You the Barstool store? Head of sales at Brick Watch. We'll start at the beginning. Great news at the end. I am being rehired by Dave Portnoy. As the first I also didn't even know the process to get it fitted. It was so easy. I just called the closest jewelry store to my house. They He's like, two, yep, two 10 bucks, off. come yeah, in. Yeah, it's super easy. Yeah, it's that, that easy. It's that I easy. Got the one watch I have, it's got like my initials embroidered on under the... Yeah. Watch face. Um, I'm guessing it's probably 300 bucks. Not like anything crazy, but engraved. Yeah, yeah. The battery's been dead for like eight years, and I've never worn it. Since. You got Dora Winifred under it or WSD? Oh, true. My actual initials. WSDW. Daw. You got the day in there. Daw. Yeah. Daw, Daw. baby. Let's go. Daw. I, Let's go. Daw. 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 If I got Daw. these Daw. initials Daw. as a gift. Daw I would throw that Dave. gift Daw. right in the trash. Really? Fuck yeah. What's wrong with... The, dude, you are in a good spot having that nickname. You're welcome. What? No, I'm not. We've talked about this before. I think he having He was Shy Socks Barstool. And then I was like, you should just be WSD. But he's not on... It's, it's Twitter. Someone nabbed that, though. 
He's like Barstool WSD. Yeah, that's what that's good. But on Instagram, he's White Sox Dave. That's great brand. Like even if you yeah. ever leave Barstool, you're you're a White Sox Dave. If I ever leave Barstool, which I anticipate happening at some point, I don't think I'm going to work here through my retirement age. Um, I would immediately just go to Dave. No, lowercase Dave lowercase, for the rest yes. of your life. Yes, lowercase. <laughs> no, you wouldn't. Yes, I absolutely would. If you were with another internet company, they would not let you go to Dave. I don't think I would be with another internet company, Ed. No you nuts. Why not? What other internet companies hiring my dumbass? <laughs> That's why not. <laughs> Who outkick the coverage or Deadspin or like what other internet companies are there? That Dave, do what I we don't do? know, but I, I would say I, there's certainly someone who could find you valuable. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's yes. local local sports talk. Shit yeah, like there's that. shit like exactly. I have been offered half of ownership of one local Chicago product. Okay, what year was that? Either 2021 or 2022. Did you make the right call passing on it? I believe I did. Okay. Um, yeah. Would you start your own thing? No. No? I would have a fucking burner account where I could lurk. <laughs> and, and you, you know, vanish get my forever? updates. Fuck yeah. I is don't that, think... I think you like the action more than you realize. I, I, social media is poison, dude. It's poison. It is so bad for... It, and I think at, at, at its infancy, I, like, I I think I'm with Dave. It, if I left, it was if I meant left for Bar- good. If I, I left Barstool, it would not be for more media. Oh, sorry. I thought I thought you were saying what the Twitter thing is. You said if you had the nuke would, button, you would, would not nuke it. No, no. I, I I would try to sell it or something. Like, hey, you want hundred thousand followers? Here you go. Oh, you would sell your account? Try to. Dude. Could you imagine that? Who would ever buy that? They got the breaking Jews tweet that they can't get rid of. They got <laughs> can't get rid of that. You can delete that. <laughs> got, Maybe. Offered, got offered crack in Lowell, Massachusetts. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so much. I actually did get offered crack. I think it was crack. <laughs> the Ben Zobra's dupe. <laughs> that was an easy one. To Could get you imagine if White Sox Dave sold his Twitter account? It's like a Carfax. <laughs> everything. <laughs> everything. <laughs> Uh. <laughs> no DUI is not Wait what is this about So this is a tweet Dave has This is the juice tweet but I don't remember the, the Screenshot I, You might have did it twice I don't, yeah, remember. I don't remember that tweet DUI either DUI is not the dumbest it is easily create a kid you don't want But wait it is okay we can murder And it will go Oh he was talking about abortion Yeah uh, that was a little bit of a stretch right there I would say <laughs> I would um, say I don't know what this about this, this new Twitter account owner is going to have his <laughs> hands full. Yeah. What was the uh, what was I trying to break? You're talking about breaking right there. I forget. I don't know. Jews. Is it totally Russo? Maybe it, that was about when he got hired. <laughs> Wait, what's this? What's this? It's just that new. <laughs> <laughs> Can you read it, Eddie? Well, yeah. So because uh, White Sox Dave's tweet, where if you're just listening, please scroll up for a second. Uh, if you're just listening, White Sox Dave quote tweeted, which I agree. I think I thought of a different one. And he said, best part of the White Sox Jews breaking both good and bad is <laughs> my DMs pop off like fucking crazy. And it's a DM from some guy. Uh, Dave meant to say breaking news, obviously. Um, Nothing an asterisk can't fix. Yeah, and, and, and scroll down. He follows it up. Is this a is this a threaded tweet? Sometimes yeah. these like related. Oh, yeah, I I I've noticed that. Tom, that's the stake that you and I got together. Yeah, so you, oh, I think it's like when you first moved out here. Yeah. Do you remember that? We spent a lot of money on that steak, and it was yeah. awesome. I think I spent like 80 bucks on a porterhouse. So he threaded uh, breaking Jews with N and J are next to each other, assholes. Also, the White Sox just tried to fuck up this beautiful steak I bought today. Yeah, because I was like searing it. 
And then my phone's oh, popping that, off because yeah. I get notifications. <laughs> Portnoy quote tweeted it. Like, he did. You got, can we find Dave's quote tweet or is that lost in the abyss? Here's a question I got for the social media. Why does it do this? Yeah, why does it do why that? Why does it do that? Why does it do that? Twitter shit the bed at some point. It also shit the bed if you watch some old videos. Have you ever noticed? It sticks. Yeah, it's you know which one sticks for you? What? The one uh, outside the Muggsy where you ignore oh, the, the billboard? Dog. Yeah, the Sounds bill- like a good stick. Yeah. So you benefited from that big time. Sounds like a good stick. But I feel like that's like an easy engineering fix that Mush should just snap his finger and be able to fix. Because it's like every time I go to the quote tweets and someone's getting ratioed, and I hate using millennial f- terms like that. What? Ratio. You're, you're, our, you're a millennial. I choose not to associate with them. You're allowed to choose that kind of thing these days. Um, <laughs> the Fair. Thank you. Hey, look at me. Look at Danny offering an olive branch Thank over you. there. Thank you. Give it to him. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. You get the you get the fingers spread so far they're about to like detach from the palm. I, I just I just want to pull string doll of White Sox Day with three sayings. The thank you. Thank you. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, that's got to be up there. That was all got to be um, up there. Real quick though, Dave. Uh, while we're but talking you can't about see food. The fucking Quote tweets and it drives me crazy because yeah, I want to yeah. see people piling on someone saying stupid. Like for it's I nuts. deserved it in that instance. It's e- nuts. Even before then, though, like if there were, if there was whether you weren't following an account back or they were private, like you wouldn't always see who retweeted it. I think it's like a privacy thing. Yeah. Hey, well, we're talking about steak. I know you've been big on HelloFresh lately. Mm-hmm. So could you tell me a little bit about your experience? So HelloFresh, I have one gripe with them. It's that it's too good. That I, it's too good. It's not where I thought it was going. It's Thank too God. good that I have multiple meals a day and then I got to wait until the next order ships because I have it on auto ship right mm-hmm. now. It's a good endorsement. So yeah. I'll have, like, I'll whip up a hello because you're like, I have it packaged uh, once a meal for 14 days and yeah. then I'll get a new box every other Sunday. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'll like, I'll, it'll be, you know, day 10 or whatever and I'll be out of hello fresh. I love it. It's, it's really simple. They divvy up all the ingredients for you. Um, teaches you new things to cook it, too. It, yeah, a yeah. lot of the stuff like you, you have fun with it, and it's like I make the same meals for myself prior to HelloFresh, like the same five meals. Mm-hmm. And this, like, you have a whole smorgasbord of whatever you want. You can pick like healthy, the healthy route, you know, the protein route, the mm-hmm. salad. You could do whatever you want. Paleo, something Paleo, exactly. vegetarian, something it's, for everybody. Right? There's something for everybody. It's really, really good, and um, I, I fully endorse it. The the I've I've done a couple of these meal prep services over the last handful of years and this one is by far and away the best, the best. by okay. far and away so, the best the other ones i ended up like just chucking a bunch of them because i was like this shit's trash i got good news for you what's that if you use promo code the mid 16 when you go to hellofresh.com you get 16 free meals so you extend out your little issue there you go by two more meals so uh again hellofresh.com slash the mid 16 the mid 16 that's how you get f- 16 free meals plus free shipping. Beautiful. Yeah. Uh, I agree. Twitter needs to figure that out. Yeah. It's been it's been a thing forever, though. Oh, this is Portnoy's uh, quote tweet of it. Fucking Dave. (laughs) (laughs) You know, people ask me often, like, why do you call yourself White Sox, Dave? I'm like, I never invented like that wasn't a me thing. Do you even know the story? Yeah, Dave, I'm very aware. Okay. Um, But I think. I think that's you, the only time he's ever called me Dave. I'm pretty sure because he just called me Dave because he doesn't want me associated with him, yeah. which obviously I wouldn't either. <laughs> but I think you're a little too hard on your nickname. That's all I'm saying. See, I think WSD is a good one. 
the only it someone said this years in like when I when we first started at Barcelona in 2012. So 11 years ago because it was July of 20 2012. Mm-hmm. Um it sounds like a White Sox fans vanity plate. And <laughs> it does. And it, it, that just stuck with me and I'm like, dude, it does. It's so tacky. Do you, you think your plates. Do you think your personality fits the team? Oh yeah. Yeah. He could be the mascot. Come on. Have you ever met a White Sox fan? Yeah, but I don't. There are the, you know, there are the handful of guys that don't appreciate me not being born and raised in at 35th and Shields. Mm-hmm. Um, which, what are you going to do? It is what it Sorry. Is. Yeah. <laughs> My dad grew up down there, kind of, until he was like 13, 14. But, but if the only people who were fans were the people who lived down there, there wouldn't be a they team. They wouldn't have a fan base. Yeah. Yeah, they wouldn't yeah, have a team. That's a good point. Um, in a roundabout way, though, I would not like this mental health thing on the watch could you imagine doing a podcast and you're like just arguing Dave's with someone right now and you just see their month that would be yeah you see my watch just fucking lighting yeah, that up would like be, a christmas tree yeah, because right. you guys get under my skin so much yeah like, oh fuck this guy's he's losing it <laughs> be like stanley in the office like, wearing the well, stress he, test monitor you, every time he, michael <laughs> goes by him remember when you uh um Pulled a boondoggle, we'll call it, and got to make a wish with the office. My dying cast. wish. Yeah. yeah. I got him good. Yeah, you got, yeah. you. I mean, you took that wish from someone who might have actually died. Hey, I qualified. I met all the qualifications. I, Isaiah Thomas. What do you think you'd pick now if you had to make a wish? I've said before, you got to be strategic. You got to get a free trip. You got to get meet multiple people, famous people, or just people you would never meet had you not been dying. Mm-hmm. So it can't be something in Chicago and it can't just be like a trip to Hawaii. Um, I'd have to think, man. You gotta. You, you don't know unless you're dying. You How know? long were you with the cast for again? Um, was it just like, hey, what's up? I'm Danny. See you later. No, I like ate with them. I watched some film. I was in California for like five days, and they were just one of the days. And then, Did they? Were they like extra? buttoned up with you because of considering the circumstances and why you were there or were they like busting balls and acting normal Steve Carell was busting balls they were acting normal they're all pretty busy but like my dad and Steve Carell just talking about how he used to live in Chicago naming spots and shit like that you kind of wish that he was in yeah he's a second city guy yeah. mm-hmm. you kind of wish that he slipped into Michael Scott's character like it's Cancer Dan right? <laughs> <laughs> that would be amazing that'd be unreal how are you rubbing you still got some yeah right? like Creed just comes up what's wrong with you yeah, exactly. but even remember that I think it was season one where they um, think Kevin has it. He goes, I got the results. They're negative. And he's like, damn it. <laughs> We're going to beat this. <laughs> yeah. If he had some kind of moment like that. Yeah. Um, I mean, that, that should be an episode. What, what would, yeah. What would your. Uh, Mine? Yeah. Um, a face-to-face thank you off with Sean William Scott. <laughs> that would be it. Never before done. I, I want to see the aliens. Not for I'm sure. dying. The, the CIA can just... That take, would be your thing? I think so. They'd probably tell you, uh, no, they'd can't probably, do it. Like, you know, I'm take, dying. They'd probably, after you saw them, like, do okay. cancer's work for you. Well, fun, fun fact, my first wish was going to be like a sick car. And like, we don't do that. Because the idea is you're dying. You're not going to be able to use it. So you can't, yeah. you can't get a house, can't do any sort of... Uh, like payments can't like pay off your loans has to be like oh, a fun really? dying wish 
I mean, a car, it could you could keep that in the garage. But the but idea, that's, that's I mean, the, but then the idea would be like, well, if you're going to die anyways, we know you're just like doing that for the good of your family or someone else. This might be the dumbest question in, in the history of Barstool Sports, but isn't some debt inherited by other people on death? I think like if it's like a... So why couldn't you do that? Like, I don't want this passed down to my parents. Like, they're going to have to pay off my student loans now? No, well, it would be free. Like, if I made a wish to get a car, it'd be free. They so they wouldn't have debt. But to, no, I'm saying to like pay off a debt. So oh, like you get like the car. Student, well, because yeah. it's it's supposed to be like for you. Like, yeah. make a wish is very like we don't want you to do this for your parents. We want to do this for you. You know, so yeah. you wanting you being 16 and being like, oh, I want to pay off my student debt. Like, obviously, someone told you to say that, or so they think. Did I bring this up on Dog Walk where I don't like when people complain? about winning a car on like a game show. It's like, ah, oh, you gotta pay the taxes on it. It's like, so you're still getting a fucking, fucking hell of a break. Yeah. yeah, you have to pay the taxes when you fucking buy it from the shop. But yeah, I, exactly, I, 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 but that's a thing, you know? It's like, God, ah, you gotta pay the taxes That's how on it. I never understood. I'm like, there is no way the price is right. Is like, you're adding up all the worth of the prizes. You're like, they're making fucking half a mil a show, you know? But that's well. I think some of the pri- it's like a sponsorship, right? Exactly. So like, I'm right. talking yeah. like as so a like Apple vacation year old kid yeah. watching when I playing hooky. Yeah. From well, school, that's but yeah. do you I mean, guys, they're definitely making a lot of money. But, yeah. yeah, but that right. was the taxes thing. So like HGTV has a thing. It's always like New Year's Day, where they like build a dream house somewhere. So H- and they give it away, and then they also give like 250 grand or, or 500 grand in cash and that's supposed to cover the taxes with that come with the house mm-hmm. because so many people are like well I can't even afford to take the house because I don't have an extra 250,000 so it's like I win the house and I immediately just have to sell it I can't even think about enjoying it yeah so remember those extreme home makeover shows where a guy would go up to one of the kids who was like 10 he's like hey man uh like what are some things you like he's like uh i don't know i like i like dolphins next thing you know this kid has a dolphin themed bedroom for the night until he's like 22 (laughs) until he moves out yeah it's like pimp my ride that's how all those cars like just completely shit the bed like a few months after (laughs) the the fish in the trunk die but that's that's sneaky like my favorite frank the tank story because he's a huge dolphins fan it's like how'd you become a dolphins fan he goes well when i was a kid i just liked the animal (laughs) no shit i I did not know that yeah i didn't know that. that's why he's a dolphins fan to this day because he just liked dolphins it's not dan marino (laughs) no it was was none of that he just liked the animal that i wrote a book report on dolphins in third grade so you could have been a dolphins non-dog animal for for a long time that should be in the sports encyclopedia absolutely should. how frank started to like the dolphins yeah does he still keep that up i believe so yeah Yeah. because he does the he walks around this day in sports and oh the encyclopedia yeah 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 i believe Um, he does what were you when you because you're in the process of purchasing a home? Yeah. When you saw just the lost tax it bill. yesterday. Thanks for bringing it up. You lost it. Yeah. Oh, sorry to hear. No, it's all right. Roof I mean, damage. It's good that you lost it. Yeah. No. 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 It, for sure. It, but you know, it, it sucks. But it's part of the process. I lost one. Did well, you? I, I got yeah. one place that it had mold, so they're like, "Do not buy this." Yeah, but this, I was like, <laughs> I was like, in. "Sounds like Eddie, I, like a miscarriage." It, it just failed the inspection. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, no, yeah, yeah, no. It passed. Like, but, but there was like, there was one thing we were unsure. I don't know. I don't know. I, I can't. Don't quote me on that. There was one spot we were unsure Make of. The quote had a bunch card. of people look. Uh, but yeah, it's. A, I mean, I thought you know when you're like mentally moved it, but it wasn't like my. That's you that's know, what it was, and that's the thing that part. sucks the most is. As people know, I, I dipped into my non it, my it was like my I need this money if I'm like 
like lost my job or someone got hurt or something fund and got speaker system the first place i lost was a, a duplex so i had a sick fucking basement in that place and i i would have made it the ultimate man cave yeah yeah i just so wish i knew I can't what i was really doing test flight this sound system because i got people oh you got the me. sound system before that what i didn't i didn't realize that you had paid for the sound system in anticipation of a house you didn't get no, 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 no. That oh, would be wild. That, no, I didn't do that. Oh, oh. That was mostly, an, I, I wanted to get a nice sound bar, and I walked into Best Buy, and I'm like, I have a 1,500 limit, absolute max 2,000, and I end up paying 5780 or something. <laughs> they upsold the fuck out yeah. of me. The Dude, sound that, bar was 2,200 alone. That's so much for a sound system, Dave. It, I, so I got one for knock guy on the who door. Said he doesn't was, really care about, you like, said brought, that. Brought, you said that too, about broadcasters, like you but don't really. I, Dude, I have gotten You'll home. You'll explore the space with the I movies and shit. got home from the bar. I, like, I have left early from bars for the sole purpose of going home and throwing Top Gun, the new one, on. It is incredible <laughs> with this. You feel thing. like you're in the fighter jet? You feel like you're in the fighter jet. Hey, Dave. The planes are buzzing all over from, like, this year to this year. <laughs> hey, it's Dave, awesome. I, I need a place to live Jan- July 1. You got a second bedroom. You you have the same rules that Nick Terrini does. What's that? You don't know me and I don't know you. As soon as you walk in that house, we don't even acknowledge each other's existence. Can I take notes on you from afar? (laughs) Like you're watching me under a microscope like I'm a little. You got your goggles on? Yeah, I'm just like seeing what's going on. It's like he's. He's he's cutting this way. He's he's cutting the burgers across and he stabbed his hand. You know, like shit like that. The garbage disposal. He was spitting down it. Day three. I do that very regularly. You spit down the garbage disposal? Day three. At the sink and need to spit, yeah. Day three. He has not touched the lights. It is natural light or it is computer light. And that's the only way this man sees. What lunatic watches TV with lights on at like 9 p.m.? You do? <laughs> I like some life. I, I'm with Dave on that, but it's just like that was always what. <laughs> well, I do it intentionally now. <laughs> well, but you had one of the one of your apartments just did not have lights. Like I, I think it was when you were living on Clark. The TV was the main the source t- of light. <laughs> <laughs> no, it, I had the I had the shitty like these lights, and I hate those things. Mm. But like the not neon. Uh, I feel like fluorescent there, lights. <laughs> there were, there were a dozen episodes, and then there were also uh, when we had that like Barcelona night show, where like depending on like the, you would see the sunset, and by like the end of the episode, like, like you were black, just yeah. your face was like just blue from the light. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Just a head in the darkness. I don't. I like being dark. Eddie's advice because they're so good. Eddie said in his his drunken I love Dave video, he's like, if, if Dave was watching like a dark movie, we were fucked. <laughs> it's so true. I, you guys complain about the uh, Battle of Winterfell. Well, guess who was guess who was fucking ready for that for the last thirty years? When, when that come out yeah. two years ago. His eyes were already adjusted. They were yeah. adjusted naturally yeah. because of evolution. If we see, if we were recording a Zoom podcast with Dave while he was watching the Battle of Winterfell, we would just see the whites of his eyes. That's it. That's all we That's would see. How, you want to watch that scene with lights on? No. Or that episode? No. I mean, I watched it in the dark. But I would record a podcast it. with it. Yeah. Like I would flip him on when I'm doing a show. Yeah. No. <laughs> you disagree? I don't need extra light. That's that's wasteful. Um, I mean, you'd think, you know, considering who you tend to vote for, that you'd appreciate trying to save the earth. <laughs> this fucking guy. Um, 
What do you think it was worth it though? Six thousand dollars for a speaker system? Yeah. The, uh, y- yes. Because of Top Gun. But like, so on opening day for the sock, or not technically opening day, the Sox home opener. Um, it was, I don't know, noon, noon or one p.m. game, whatever it was. It was a it was a day game, and I I had a bunch. I had like eight people over that we all went together, and um. I really fucking let this thing rip, and I did get the knock on the door. I don't practice Santeria. <laughs> we had some sublime on there. Got no, let's go, socks. When you, when you wrote, oh, wait, you didn't write that. The no. Oh, that's not. That's not even going to be out yet. Did you, you think I was going to get that one? I, I, I did not. Yes. And half that song's in Spanish. I even know the Spanish lyrics. Mucho gusto, me llamo Bradley. Um. I'm horny. You could have bought two Devilles for that. Why don't you take the Deville here? I did yesterday. Did you? you? Did? Yeah. Like, uh, yeah, I drove the Deville yesterday. I didn't even see it. Yeah. That's <laughs> unreal. <laughs> 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 Dave, like, at least please, please acknowledge that that's absurd. <laughs> Dude, for people watching on YouTube, like, if you're listening to audio, you got to pull. We got this has to be in a clip. Chief, or something. you look good, man. This uh, is. Yeah. <laughs> I had to say it. Sorry. What, what year was that? Chief's like 24. Um, I, I look man, 24 pounds later. You've aged. Quite a bit in the last couple of years. I think it's just the fat. <laughs> I, I just have to trim the fat. You want I'll, me to get you, you on my half-assed diet? I'll get What's you on the my... half-assed diet? Yeah, I'll read the blog. I haven't read it yet. But you won't do any of the things in it. I don't know what's in it. How can I say? I'll get an Apple Watch. Will you acknowledge this? Oh yeah, it's ridiculous. And I'm wearing I'm wearing <laughs> a, the White Sox bomber hat giveaway. That's an awesome hat, by the way. It looks like so you're, you're hiding in a post-apocalyptic <laughs> abandoned house while doing an interview. I want to know which apartment this was at, though. I this had tw- to, it's 2020, so I think it's the okay. diversity one. Then? The diversity one. Yeah. That place was such a shithole. <laughs> Every time you walked into that place, the entire lobby just smelled like dank ass weed. <laughs> Tom, what do you what do you see? What goes through your mind when you see this as a video <laughs> production man? <laughs> Like who whose job it is to make us look good. Yeah, no, this was this was frustrating. <laughs> this is I funny, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I felt like Did you I have felt like Dave too? had to be doing this on purpose when he would do this. <laughs> I'm guessing there's no way that you would think like as I'm, someone whose job it is to be like an on camera personality to just not have the camera I'm on. I'm guessing you. that it was a joke because of the hat. I wouldn't I haven't worn that hat maybe since then. There's no. But that's an awesome hat. Really, this is how you position yourself. Like, in Carl every and zoo. I are in like daylight, so it's like you had to pull the blinds <laughs> Good close too. Those, that, <laughs> that apartment it, it faced south, so once it was like four or five p.m., it didn't matter what time of year. It was pitch black. It is eleven a.m. there right now. <laughs> yeah, I mean, wow. But it's also just the framing of the shot. <laughs> I'm just slunk yeah, down. You just see your eyeballs. He's in Stranger Things with Hopper. He's in a Russia episode. <laughs> Jesus. Um, uh, Chief, I mentioned Sale GP earlier. Can mm-hmm. you tell me a little bit about it? Yes, yeah, it is. This it, it like plant a flag as an event in the summer. This has to be part of it. Sale GP. Go down to Lakeshore Drive or go down to uh, Navy Pier. You're on the lakefront. They have these boats just zipping around. There's rosé poured, you have cocktails, it's like a party scene, but it's fun, you're in the sun, it's chill. 
and these guys are incredible athletes. They just zip around. They have these boats that look like spaceships. And I went last year. It was a great time. So we have uh, uh, Cody Dresser coming on later to kind of tell us what it's like. But if you're if you're like a, a racing guy, like Spiders here this weekend, I was telling him about it. He's going to go. It is like F1 or NASCAR, but without the track. Like they have certain places where they have to hit, but they'll like dart out way wide and like look Gotta for the find wind. The wind. Find the wind. Mm-hmm. And, like, somehow they have a way to, like, see wind. Like, they can see wind. And uh, so what these guys are doing, it, it's in, it's incredible. And it's a great – it's, like, a great spectator sport uh, that I, I'm going to make it, like, a date that I circle on my calendar for the summers. Well, at Chicago Summer, there's always big events going on, and this should mm-hmm. be one of them. You yeah. know, it's, like, this weekend, I think Dead & Co. is there. And next weekend should be Sale GP after yep. that. Morgan Wallen's in town. Mm-hmm. Then there's uh, the NASCAR's in town. Yep. Smokeout. Lollapalooza. Yep. Make sure you're circling circle, uh, Sale GP because it's sweet. So it, it should be one of those Chicago dates. Like those, yeah. those are the ten pole ones. Like this should be. How old is Sale GP again? What so is it? Twenty seventeen. Like, this, this is their fourth season. Fourth yeah. season. Yeah, okay. it's so, common. Yeah, so they they only do twelve events across the. It's it's all across the world. They make Chicago the opening of the season. That's great. So they ship all the boats in. Dave and I are going to go like CMB, like put together and stuff next uh, Wednesday. And we'll be there Friday too. We'll be there. Yeah. Yeah, So we'll be there for Friday 16th. uh, Yeah. So get tickets to see Sail GP at Navy Pier on June 16th and 17th by visiting sailgp.com slash Chicago. Um, They also just like don't seem to care about their own safety, which I appreciate. (laughs) That is always good. Yeah. 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 Mm -hmm. I got something for you, Chief. Mm -hmm. We were talking dying wishes. Yeah. You said aliens. Uh, you yeah. get to pick one classifieds, aliens or JFK. Where are you going? I'm going aliens because I know what happened to JFK, I feel like, at this point. Uh, CIA killed his ass. But there's definitely little intricacies I, that you would find interesting. And be totally. Like, oh, my God. Totally. But, like, that was so long ago that, like, I, I'm, I'm like, fairly certain. Like, I, I feel like there are, I feel like I'm pretty certain there's aliens, too. But I, if they're like the reports that we talked about on Dog Walk this week and that have been out on the internet, that they have recovered like intact spacecraft and the alien bodies, and I get to be one of the only people who, ever that has seen them, I want to see those aliens. I, I'm that would to be think incredible. Of, that would that would Chief, have to be at the top of like every single person's list. Aliens are finding out every how they built the pyramids. Mm-hmm. I've that's a much that that's a much cock. that's a much tougher question. Rabbit hole. Really? I mean, yeah, I guess so. You're big into that too, but you but love they, the fucking Kennedys. I do, but it's like the, the pyramids are such a fucking well, yeah. specifically the Great Pyramid, the one in Giza, where it's like it is dialed in to true north. It's like the same circumference, like extrapolated out to like the diameter of the Earth. Like it is, everything is perfectly just so, and like. The rocks aren't from there, so they had no machine. Like, how do they do it? It might have been like some, like li- literally, I think it's possible that it's like an alien technology. Then we or like we you had get, you get two for one there. Th- exactly. Yeah, that's great value. And uh, so I, I, I might, I might, I'd have to think about it. I'd, I'd have to, because that might be something I could write down and like give to my dad as I'm dying to like just do their technology, be a gazillionaire. Have you ever listened to Graham Hancock? I haven't. I, you know who he is, though. Yeah, I've, yeah, I've yeah. referenced him a, a ton of times. I was I telling don't. Dave, like, when I was when I did the prep school, they used to make us read six books a summer, and we had to. But we we had every, the whole class had to read one, and then the other five we could pick. Hit Graham Hancock's in like two. So this is like probably two thousand four or five. Um, his was like one of the books that I read, and was like, oh, like I can read and not have it be miserable. 
And it was like fingerprints of the gods or something like that. And that, so I've been like down this like brainwave. I'm so interested in him. And there is, I, I did do enough research and by research, I mean, I Googled and went to Reddit and finished that research in like three minutes. Um, research saying he's a complete quack. Don't believe the thing he says, but whatever. It's interesting. Nevertheless, um, he is saying that one theory he has, not that he believes it, but like that he believes is at least within the realm of possibilities that the pyramids were built by humans, but humans that eventually were, went extinct, but um, had tele, telepathic powers or whatever. And really? they just use their minds to move shit. Yeah. That's cool. Well, his, that is, that is some not maybe not the telepathic part, but he believes that like there was an advanced civilization got wiped Which out. That's it, like his whole foundational right, belief there, system. Yeah, like everything that he was because I went down a rabbit hole of this guy. I listened to two of his Rogan interviews and um, and started watching. I actually brought this up to you a while back, but um, what Apocalypse of the Gods or Ancient Apocalypse? Ancient, ancient Apocalypse. It's on Netflix right now. Super interesting, but. Like the way, and I'm sure there's details that he leaves out just to like make his story better. But, um, like, like 12,800 years ago, I think was the number that he uses. Hey, don't say that. There that. are people in, um, South America that are just hunter, to, like to this day, hunter gatherer, like tribal, live in the rainforest. Yeah. And people like Aborigines in Australia that have it's like 10% of the same DNA. So they like formed from the same people. He thinks that they were prior to them like being wiped out that they were making uh transcontinental voyages over sea bro which is like i mean how long have i known you you're like one step away from saying my favorite fact the sweet potatoes yeah yeah, yeah. sweet yeah. potatoes yeah are you into this shit aliens and just like i feel like they got a little hyped up i love anything world, history yeah. anything history See, i'm all i wish over. i read more about this stuff i just like well Read a Wikipedia on the movie. Stand we got me. three cheat today. You know, like all the Goonies facts. We, we like, do have three cheat today. Well, here's we a, do Ed. We do a three cheat. Do yourself a favor. Okay. Next night, that like make it a Friday night. That's what this is. When I did it Friday night last week, I, I took a couple three cheat gummies. Uh, if you want, you can take three cheat in a uh, smorgasbord of forms. Smoke it, vape, um, gummies, rice crispy. Um, what am I missing? I know I'm missing. Uh, the oil tinctures, the drinks, the drinks, the drink mix. There's anything Whatever your that your little heart desires. <clears throat> delivery method. Go down to Graham Hancock little rabbit hole, and you will, he will blow your fucking socks That's off. Whether move. you believe him or not, it's it's entertainment, but it's perfectly complemented with three chi. Yeah, get some of that Delta Nine O going. Um, go to three chi.com Order your Kyle Cush disposable vape today. While you're there, grab the other Kyle Cush merch, or even some extra gummies. Sounds nice. Yeah, a little tie-in. Little tie-in to NASCAR's yeah. Kyle Busch. Yeah, because mm-hmm. they're they're a NASCAR car. I know. That's sweet. Yeah. We're going to see that when they're yep. here. I met the guys from Three Tree. Awesome dudes. Um, so go check out their products. Mid show listeners get an exclusive fifteen percent discount on all of Three Tree's premium THC products. Go to Three Use promo code Redline fifteen to take fifteen percent off your order. Must be twenty one or older to purchase. Please use responsibly. Yeah, I don't know. What do you do when you're bored? Me? Yeah. Watch TV. Work. You work when you're bored? Mm-hmm. Are you like flipping channels and shit? Or are you a streamer? I'm a streamer. YouTube. YouTube wormholes. Yeah, YouTube's big. Yeah. 
YouTube's big. I just get those like clips, like podcast clips. Yeah, that's like, neither one of you guys do TikTok, right? Or you do? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't. I don't. I'm stunned that I've followed through on that, dude. It's so addicting. That's I open like the app to make them. It's like picking up the crack pipe. That's yeah. how. That's how I watch the NBA. Because I put the put the game on mute, pull up TikTok, and I just like kind of go back and forth. Really? Yeah. It is. That I've nice. actually been watching the NBA Finals. It is like crack, right? For sure. It's, it's so good. It's bad. Like, you know you're going to be scrolling for at least an hour to give you everything you want. It's so stimulating every time. And it's, it's like things that you didn't know that you were interested in. Like, one of my favorite ones is just, like, this guy who just builds shelters in the woods. Like It's like no audio or, like, no talking. It's just, like, the sounds of, like, axes and stuff. Like, what is that called? ASMR. And mm-hmm. he's just, like, building these, like, weird shelters from, from hand with, like, minimal tools after we hunted last fall i started getting barraged by is that a word barraged Close getting a barrage of um yeah. like survival and and hunting and stuff and i love those ones like the starting fires how to start fires with like nothing i think i could be a survivalist at uh, this you should do negative and afraid and speaking of which if your people decide to fucking nuke us all and blow us all up who's going to be the ones that survive that it's not going to be us. It's going to be all the hunter-gatherers in the Amazon and in Africa. They're going to have to restart civilization. You think you could do Naked and Afraid? No. Fuck no. No, that's a tough Not show. because the naked part. Because the... <laughs> the hard part. <laughs> well, all those people are usually fucking so gross. So, um... You'd be blurred. Yeah. Yeah, they'll... You'd have a little... Would, do you have hammocks? Like the little flaps? They'll blow like the... Uh, Mimi Siku. Remember him? No, you don't have flaps. You Don't know? blur the uh, White Sox, Dave Cock. <laughs> no problem. The the nugget. The nugget. Yeah, they'll, they'll blur out that nugget. <laughs> um, Your no, balls hang low or no? It depends on like, time of long, long ball day. Yeah, is long your, ball day. Does yeah. your crack start high long or ball, low? Long ball day. My ass crack? Yeah, because I got to blur no, that too. No, I think it's low. I've noticed you two are ass crack guys. Me? Oh. Yeah. Oh yeah. The ass crack? Guy? Oh yeah. I got a high crack. I saw a guy at Whole Foods the other day. Going up the escalator, ass crack up to like his shoulder blade. It's probably it he's probably crack. dealt of, with that unfortunate genetic mutation for his entire life, and to the point it's like me with the hard nipples. Like I don't even try to hide yeah. it anymore. It was like yeah, long that was an interesting fact that you're a permanent hard nipple guy. Actually, right now they're not too bad. No, they're hard. I can see it. Yeah, you can. Yeah. I can feel it now. Never yeah. mind. <laughs> um, they're worth. They're worse things. You said you've been watching the finals? You're watching basketball, Dave? Because it's awesome to me that Max Struess has done what he's done. Yeah. yeah. Like, I was, I, I I was disappointed it wasn't outcome. on last night. I was like, I thought it would be on. It was like every other day, but they took a two-day break. I had nothing to do. Oh, I guess, it, yeah, they played night. I and just scrolled TikTok. Are I, they, they're not still in, they're in Miami now, right? Now they are, yeah. yeah I but, pulled up the clip of when we interviewed him. It was... It's crazy to think that that guy gone drafted Lewis to Paul 2019, right? Yeah, Stag High School, Stag, yeah, yeah, Hickory Palos Hills Heights, or, yeah, yeah, Hickory Hills. Just such a nice dude. I stay in touch with him pretty regular. I talked to him the other day. He's a big yeah. Wish Fest guy too. Yeah, he. Yeah. Uh, I golfed with him last summer at uh, the Andrew Wisher Foundation golf event thing. Um, he's the fucking best, and it's super cool what he's done. Because yeah. he, he got. I flew. I wasn't flying with him, but I was going to boston to go to fenway for the first time with dante we were on several flights flights dante and i he was going to sign his uh it was 
basically like a camp invite with the uh, with the Celtics. Obviously, they cut him, and now he's draining fucking five threes or whatever it was the other night. Yeah, first quarter. In the first quarter. I thought that bet in was the finals. good as gold, yours. What was it again? It was over eight and a half points for Struess and over 24 and a half for Jimmy. Yeah. Struess had it within the first six minutes. Four minutes, yeah. Four yeah. minutes yeah. 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 And then, all I need, all right, Jimmy, and then you think they'd win? They won. They would have got it. Jimmy had 21. Yeah. Disappointing. Yeah, Jimmy was kind of uh, quiet that whole game. I have a theory that he's fucking out of gas. He's putting up 50. Can you get... fucking blame him? No, I he's don't. Gonna, uh, drag that team. To yeah, I know. Yeah. But that's what I mean. Where I thought he's got he to started, tough it out three more times. I thought he looked a little bit ass draggy in uh, the conference finals yeah. at, at towards the end of that series. But like that Milwaukee series, he was playing 48 minutes and getting 50-something points. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like, ugh, I don't know if he can get no, it. We'll see tonight. I hope he does. Yeah, I would too. love to see Shrews get a ring, though. That'd be super cool. I'd love to see like Jimmy get a ring. And, and Jimmy. Jimmy, yeah, too. Jimmy. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. likable superstars yeah. in a long time. Oh, and, time. and his story's super cool. Yeah, it's who, not, he's on the front page of ESPN right now, I just saw. Who doesn't like Jimmy? Um, Jimmy's the man. So that's nice. Anything, yeah, I root for the heat for anything. Are you worried that Stanley Cup's going to get out of hand? Uh, yeah, I, don't, I think it is out of hand, but I don't, I don't care because I, I got my buddy who works for two O, right? Two O. Yeah. But it's like they are to me right now. Like they're clearly the better team, and you know, the, Florida has been able to bully kind of their w- way to the finals. You can't bully this Vegas team. Like they're too, they're too fast. They're all, all their D are huge. They're they're, they're Mark Stone's huge. Eichel is. Eichel fucking body slammed Rago Gudis in that game. Like, it looked like a Brian Urlacher tackle. Like, he got low, like, drove his – it was like a form tackle in, like, a scrum and then, like, took him down. And it's just like they're – all their guys are just too big and strong and fast. And the big difference through the first three rounds was Bob, you know, their goalie was on a different planet. Like, because there's just times where Bob turns into the best goalie in the world – and he was he was on one of those runs from like midway through the Boston series through the conference finals, and he does not quite look the same as he has the first couple no. rounds. So if he's not if he's not winning the Vesna, like stealing games, they're not they don't have a chance. So I'm kind of bummed that instantly, you know, as the playoffs kept going. I've gotten less interested. When early on it was like this is I think that's how most casual yeah, that, people are yeah. for, for the NHL playoffs and, and like this year for especially any really sporting event. Like even March Madness and Yeah, I would agree with that MLB. too. Yeah. yeah. Like you'll tune I, in for but But the first round is, is like, the oh, best. The only one that I yeah. feel like it gets better and better like gets better as it goes is the NFL. But but I would say like wildcard weekend. Wildcard week think divisional round is overrated. I think I, the divisional round's like the best, but mm-hmm. um but and I also think there's something about like the teams, you know. It's like Florida barely they needed like the Blackhawks to beat Pittsburgh that one. It was like game 81 of the season to even get in the playoffs, and then they go on a, like an un, unexpected run. I think you'd be if it was like Boston or Toronto or the Rangers or somebody in the East, the conference final being Carolina and Florida, kind of two anonymous Sun Belt teams. I think kind of takes the sting out of it, and then. The West is, you know, it was Vegas and Dallas is kind of the same thing. Well, like they're a very good team. Like Vegas is awesome, and they're I wouldn't put them really in that same category because their home games are fun and all that. But you know, there's not a lot. Of, there wasn't a ton of star power or compelling stories, in my opinion, as you went along. Like if it was Austin Matthews, if it yeah, was, yeah, if yeah. it was Colorado trying to repeat, I think it would have been a little different. Panarin, Panarin, yeah. yeah. <laughs> 
Sorry, that was a low blow. That was a low blow. Yeah, none of the guys showed up. Yeah, so we'll see how it shakes out. Um, Dave, you had a tweet the other day that was interesting. Can you pull that up? Did you? It was about a baseball team. Is this a sabotage? No, no, you tweeted it. How does he know what tweet it was if if you didn't tell him right here? Because it, it be was it was you've done that before. It was groundbreaking for you. I don't know what you're talking. If about. you're if it's a question, if the tweet is a question, if it was posed like that, I've done that like three times, and I text the 108 guys like, "Watch, I'm going to get the fan base really riled up right now." Okay, so it's a false alarm. No, the White Sox. Look, they're four and a half back right now, and we're recording this on Wednesday at like 3 p.m. They're making a call on the rest of the Yankee series um, tonight at 4 p.m. Central. So we don't even know if they're going to be playing tonight's game because of all the shit going on with the Canadian wildfires. June but, 4th, Lance. Um, yeah, that was – no, that that was just to get people going crazy. Okay, because you tweeted, are yes. the Chicago White Sox back? Yes. That – like, if you go through my timeline that day, I don't think I sent one single tweet that entire day, maybe a handful. And it, I – I literally fell asleep on the couch. Oh, look at this fucking cocksucker. Get him in here. Oh, business Pete. He just gets that shit-eating grin on his face when he walks by us. Um, Hands in his pockets. No. Like, can you look up the odds to uh, go to fan graphs, then go to teams, then – or go to standings, and it'll give you the uh, odds to win the division. I think they're at like 9% right now. They're four and a half back in the worst division. I do think they'll probably win the division, maybe. And if they do, the, the console White, that I gave, what, what do you got there? The White Sox, per fan graphs, have an 8.3% chance of winning the division. Okay. That it was 9-4 yesterday after, but maybe the Twins. Twins are 71.1. Guardians are 18.2. Okay, there we go. There we go. Um, I mean, you're going to get them at, like, 10 to 1 right now or so. I haven't looked in a minute. I think it's worth the play because, like I've said, they do have the most talent in the division in what is the most pathetic division I've ever seen in all my in, – in my life, this is the worst division I've ever seen. I mean, it's crazy if you just – Tom, if you scroll up a little bit, or Lance, whoever's running that, and you look at the uh, AL East, it's like oh, it's, every team would be in first place. Yeah, the, I don't. I think the Red Sox – would be middle of the pack. I do think the Red Sox are actually pretty bad. They're third, but they no, have I, the same record as the Twins. I know in a better division, yes. Right. But I do think they they I don't think they Red Sox would be running away with the division. Every other team in that division, yes, I do think that they would be running away with the division. But um, my point is, is like even if they do win the division, people will inevitably give me shit because I counseled them in April or early May or whatever it was. Yeah. Like I said, that was an organizational counsel. Every single wart that um, we always didn't want to admit the organization has, every one of those warts reared their ugly heads. They don't do anything right, really. It's um, And this – they're not going to make the playoffs because they deserve to make the playoffs. If they do make the playoffs, it'll be because they're a they product the, of a dog shit division. They are the least inept. Right. Yeah. Tallest midget. Yeah. Same – Whatever analogy you want to use, it's it's brutal. The south slide is back though. That is true. Um, he's looked great. I like. I, 
I've been teetering around this considering the circumstances, but hopefully they use his comeback as motivation to go on a tear, right? Like, I don't think you should use cancer for something like that, but, but like, that's you know sports. what I mean. I mean, like, sports stories exist and motivations exist. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm that's saying. Not, I don't think that's a crazy thing to say. But you know how people it, it's, Yeah, yeah, things, out of context, you know? some asshole will be like, Fucking idiots! Real no, life—it's it's a bigger game. Than baseball, yeah, 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 exactly. Which right. it is, of it course. Is. Yes. Yeah. Maybe I'll let Dan speak in this, but yeah, um, I was gonna yeah, actually. He was very gentle talking about cancer. You know? Yeah. Yeah. What the fuck, dude? What are you <laughs> saying? He can't. He can't. He can't can use cancer motivation? as motivation. Yeah. I mean, sure. Like he's using it. He could do whatever he wants. But can like others or me as a fan be like, dude? He beat cancer. Now that can't like. That almost says, like, if they do go on a tear because of his presence, and I do think his presence means a lot in that locker room, everybody respects the fuck out of that guy. Like, me as a fan, can I be like, like, it, it, I think it would come off as like, oh, I'm glad he got cancer because then he came back from it and beat it. And then, you know what <laughs> I, I mean? I don't think it would. I, I think say it just people would construe it like that, though. <laughs> for him, it's motivation. For the fans, it's inspiration. How about that? That's well put. Thank you. Does that answer your question, Ed? Thank you. Yeah, I mean, you're the. You're a cancer guy. I'm a resident, cancer resident cancer guy. What did you hear the again? expert in the booth? Leukemia. Leukemia. Okay. Yeah. He had not, I, I don't know. The, what's not, the difference? Non-Hodgkins? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, what's the, uh, we were talking about this before. Hodgkins versus non-Hodgkins. Non, not as worse, I yeah. believe, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, not as worse. He never even lost hair. Really? Yeah, Remember, I mean, Gio yeah. said that. He's like, he didn't even lose hair. Yeah. Like, he's working out. But not he looks do. great. Like, People were like, oh, I'm, I'm nervous after that because he got his first save last night. He's been pitching middle relief until last night. Donaldson went dong, and I was like, Ooh. it. I knew that was happening. I thought it, it, he, there, he was going to blow the save. Like I'm, I'm like, this. I've seen this movie before because they were beating him the entire game. I'm like, I know how this goes. Yep. And then he hit that bomb on the first pitch inside fastball. I'm like, here we go. And like fuckery was already happening with the rub, mm-hmm. r- robber and uh, yeah. Benintendi. Exactly yeah, right. Like, they were trying to lose that game. Was already happening. They were, uh, they were trying to lose that yes. game. I was, was that I was watching. What do you say? That drop pop fly to ruin yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. I, What was that about? I, I haven't seen any quotes like what happened. Um, it's not a robber, right? Yeah, 100%. Yeah. He's a center fielder. If you can, yeah. like, if you are the center fielder, and you can catch the ball. I don't care if you're on the right or left field foul lines. If you call it, that is your ball because you have priority. That's how you avoid miscommunication. He backed off, and they were alluding to like a English Spanish, like lost in translation thing. So I don't know what happened. It was fucking bad. But as soon as that happened, because that was a no hitter too. Yeah, you know. And mm-hmm. I I didn't give it because Giolito was out at that point. So it would have yeah. been I wouldn't have given a flying fuck if they threw a no hitter mm-hmm. yesterday. Like especially a combined one, just get the win any way yeah. you can. But when that happened, I was like, here we go. I mean, you were watching. Yeah, I was yeah. watching. I was like, oh my god. <laughs> yeah, was a like, classic, classic. And then that dong, and it's like, oh, my, the good comeback story is gonna get. But that's it. Didn't it? Didn't yeah. it? Would see that kind of makes you think maybe the governor is, or the uh, the black magic is the bad juju. That, that's a game that they lose a month yes, ago. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 They so, played like shit. Aside from Gio, Gio looked great. They played like shit for the majority of the game. Good teams win when they play like shit. Bad teams lose when they p- play like shit. Even if they're winning, yeah, the find majority. a way to win when you're at your best. Right, exactly. Yeah. And the White Sox actually did last night. Yeah. But that said, Judge was out. Uh, Lemayhew was out. Uh, who, who am I missing? I don't know. They were facing Clark Schmidt, who kind of sort of shut him down. Aside from Sebi Zavala closing his eyes, nobody could he, breathe. Nobody could breathe. Yeah. Um, 
Well, I mean, on the opposite side, the Cubs are plummeting like a rock. Six and a half back. They're now. only half game above the Sox in the yeah, record. Steal on yeah. the IL, like it's just. Well, that's all. yeah, that's a problem. I but see they that they actually have a per Fangraphs have a better chance of winning the Central than the Sox, which do. is absurd yeah. to me. And the, the like Central they, sucks. They, in they the split. Both, they yeah. split out in San Diego. Like everybody knew this was going to be a tough swing here. Those West Coast swings are tough. Anaheim's better than they have been in the last several years. So we'll see. Um but yeah, haven't what do they have a nine in a, nine in a row out west, something like that? So, and neither Chicago team ever plays well out in the West Coast. Yeah. Not good. Not Do, good. Doesn't matter who you're playing, when you're playing them, what their record is. No Chicago team plays well on the West Coast. Not good. I feel like Oakland used to be a house of horror for the White Sox. It was you yeah. knew that they were losing th- fucking three or four, three or four yeah. if they even scratched out a win. Yeah. Didn't matter if it was the 05 Sox. All right. Moving along, I would like to state that I. I mean, it's not novel. It's not a novel thought, but no one's really buying the Naperville move, are you? No. It's, yeah, it's, no. it's that's like you know that would be awesome for us. It would be because they they've had this this large plot of land earmarked right where I grew up at eighty eight Route eighty eight and Route fifty nine forever. They even floated the White Sox moving out there before you know the Florida rumors and then the Arlington Heights rumors before they built the new stadium right next to where they already had a stadium. Um, that is also where the new Penn Casino is going to be. We were talking. When, when did they say? Like probably twenty twenty five. Breaking ground on it, not too. Aurora. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it'll be right there. So we would have that fucking. We would have our casino right there. We could do a lot out there for that. Yeah, it's but super it's easy accent. But do I buy it? Absolutely. It's not. all posturing. Yeah. yeah, it's all posturing because I think I read. So they want. Cook County wants the Bears to pay property tax on the track, the restaurant, all the other existing buildings. And they're like, hey, we're knocking these down. We're not making yeah. income of this, which I seems like I, I don't know everything. I'm not an expert, but I would agree with the Bears that they shouldn't be on the hook for property that they're not making income on. You know, well, it depends on how, how well they should they should they should pay property tax on the empty land. Yeah, like like I said, I'm not an expert. Could, yeah, I don't. Know, I, they I don't dumbass. But first. I the, what I understand what I saw reported was they want them to pay property tax on the existing properties on the land are that they, are going to be so, that are defunct and going to be demolished. So are they saying? Are they saying well, it's like you have to pay taxes at the revenue rate? Yes, that so that's what I. Understand. So that's not even a property tax then necessarily. I don't know that if if it is what you're we're saying, we're probably being dumbasses. Yeah. but yeah, I exactly. I didn't I like I read the statement from Kevin Warren and I I think I, I wrote a blog about it when I saw it, but it's like this is this is posturing. Yeah, you know? it like, would be interesting to see maybe a spot in Chicago step up or something like that. I mean, Where, the first thing that popped in my head was Lincoln Yards. Yeah, you I don't know? know what's going on with that, it's dude. Been, so, that would be fucking awesome. Well, for the reason, but me and you, yeah. <laughs> So, but big time, it would it would be great, and but they double our property value of it, maybe. I don't know. I'm talking maybe. about my ass. Yeah, I don't know. Build it there yeah. though. Uh, but they, it, it would. It's the same. I looked it up just out of curiosity. That is the same acreage as uh, the Raiders. It's mm-hmm. like uh, I think it's like 39 60. acres or something like that. Um, I think Tony Horse Tony told us 68. No, no, no. For, for Vegas. For, for Vegas. And Arlington's like 368. Yeah, or something. It, it's like. Like five, six times bigger. Chicago's uh, huge, though. I mean, there's yeah. other places too. Yeah, but that would be cool. And and the reason it got shot down for building a stadium there for soccer and concerts, which I, was, remember, I think yeah. it was going to be twenty thousand because they said they couldn't manage the the parking in that area. 
uh, which I always thought. I mean, it'd be chaos. Yeah, Bridges, would, yeah. fucking yeah. the 90, right? The 90 mm-hmm. getting off there would be insane. Yeah, so that is, you're right, David, 62 acres for the Las Vegas. So. And 326 for, for Arlington. Sorry, I'm looking up Lincoln Yards. Yeah, let's check that out. Lincoln Yards is 53, so you're... Can you look up... You could what? probably build a One stadium. more time, say what the Raiders was? 62. 62. I'm not sure that that's the smallest, Yeah, but that is like a state-of-the-art stadium with the parking, yeah. with everything. Like, so mean, yeah. you could probably figure it out. It'll never happen. It won't, but that would be... That, if you want to... If, if the city wanted to keep them in the stadium, or in the city, and have like a state-of-the-art stadium, that would be a cool place to do it. Like, Did it, was anyone else concerned with that Taylor Swift video? Which one? With the the, the oh, section yeah, bouncing? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, that scared the shit out of me. Th- That's like nightmare fuel for me. Oh my god! Remember when the the concrete at Wrigley they had they had to hang nets because they would yeah. like yeah dude, chunks dude. coming. down. I talked about this with my buddy actually within the last couple of weeks. Like, like you could shit on the rickets all they want, but that stadium was falling apart. Oh, yeah. yeah. They, fi- they fix it. It's they mid- fix so much shit. Yep. Like, yeah, there's downsides that come with change and mm-hmm. expansion and refurbishing. But that stadium was the can, biggest shithole in baseball. For you can complain about years. what the neighborhood has become all day long if you want, and I'll hear that out. The stadium has never been better. My only complaint no. about the stadium is it didn't need two video boards. They should have no. They should have kept left left field open to get more. You know, to I, I the love roof. the the house, the rooftops. Um, you know. But Maybe left, more balls out, even though they moved it back. Yeah, I should have kept left field open. Left field—that's my only complaint. Left field, it though, does, they're too big. Like you don't need to, in my opinion. Yeah, I see. that's my only complaint. I, I, I guess I'm like now I'm trying to because I always sit uh, down the right field line. Like uh, if I have a choice, that's where I sit. And I'm trying to feel like if you're sitting in the left field side, can you always see the board, like from any seat? Like, did you need to to accommodate all, like, the majority of your fans? All angles? Yeah. I don't know. They didn't have them before, so. Well, I know, but if, if, yeah, yeah, I suppose. Yesterday was actually the anniversary of Ferris Bueller filming. Oh, no shit. Yeah. Great movie. Yeah. Um, Any hawk stuff before we get to Cooper Dressler? Big big hawk stuff. Okay. Huge hawk stuff. So they made, um, there were a few announcements today. Colby Cohen, um, no longer part of the broadcast. He's he's moving back. He's got a young family. He's, he's, I think he had a daughter like two months ago. Uh, he's from Philly. His wife's from Philly. They want to move back. So he's out. Patrick Sharp, not coming back. Uh, and they're bringing in Darren Pang. So Darren Pang is going to be the uh, booth guy, uh, color commentator, if you will. And uh, and then they're going to have. <laughs> That's, that, was, that was wrong. <laughs> Continue. We can't talk about it yet anyway. <laughs> They're going to have you know, Chris Foster's is staying. Uh, the radio broadcast, I think, will be the same now. Troy Murray going back to the radio full-time uh, with John Whiteman. So they're making all kinds of broadcast changes. I think Kaylee Chelios probably still there. Uh, I think Scott will be there. I'm not entirely sure. Fire his bitch ass. <laughs> um, but, yeah, it's just like it's – I don't know. It's one of those things where it's like – I love Darren Pang. The broadcast was not good last year, if we're being totally honest, kind of across the board, save for Pat Boyle. Pat Boyle's the best. But it's like they, that side of the eye, I really like what Hockey Ops is doing. It feels like everything else. They're just – it's like one misstep after another, and uh, including this. Like you now you're, you're going to redo the, the whole broadcast thing again. 
Yeah, one I, two years ago they did it, that, right? Like I, yeah, like Vosters was full time last year. They they fucked up the Edzo thing, so they're scrambling. Kind of pushed him out. They pushed Foley out. They bring Vosters in, and like I don't know. I I personally don't think Vosters had a very good year uh, in his first year. So I think he's. You know, I don't think he's necessarily the answer there either. Um, that that was probably a reach at that time. So it's just like they get now. It's like you have. It almost didn't matter because the team was so fucking miserable. But now it's like you're shaking everything up again, and now you have like this big time piece coming in with with Bedard. Like you're gonna have more eyeballs on, and your people are gonna be like, what are, What are we watching here? But Panger is one of the best, so that'll be good. And he's got Chicago ties. Uh, he played for the Hawks. I'll say this, Jason Benetti. I think this is his seventh year at the Sox now. Mm-hmm. Sixth full time, I want to say. It's it's not too dissimilar to anything else. You get better. So if that was his first year announcing, like Jason Benetti at first was like, I'm like, dude, this guy's cringeworthy. Give me fucking Hawk back. They, you, you get better. It, it it's here's and more the, comfortable. Yeah, know. maybe. Yeah, but it's like he Jason Benetti is awesome now. Yeah, but. I don't think it's an apples to apples situation either. But and they had they had the guy Steve Nelson who. He was going to get the job, and then they changed their mind for whatever reason. He was awesome because they gave that year before, they gave Foley would do three games and Nelson would do, you know, like they had this hodgepodge. It's been like years of hodgepodge, and it feels like we're not totally out of the woods on that yet. Nelson was awesome. I would have been like, hey, like I love Foley, but if Foley has to go for a variety of reasons, if they're bringing in Nelson, then I'm good with that. I just feel like they made the wrong choice of who they hired. And uh, and I've heard rumors about how they handled that because I think they offered it to him and then, like, retracted it uh, while he was, you know, like, just kind of, like, shitty things like that. And uh, so I hope that they have an A-plus broadcast uh, and they take some notes from what TNT has been able to do and, and make it fun because uh, that just has – I know they fired somebody else uh, behind the scenes producer that they had brought in the year before. So they're trying to really – change things for the better and i hope they i hope they nail it because i think boyle's good scott scott uh is good and then it's like i don't i don't know and panger's good so i hope they can figure out a way to to make it make it a better product because it's it's been struggling uh and it's like the team's struggling the broadcast is struggling but now the team's going to be fun it'd be nice if the broadcast was fun good too. time for it to be struggling though yeah well less eyes on you but it's like you had, in my opinion, they, you they had, tried out yeah. all these guys, and you had a really good one who grew up a Blackhawks fan, grew up in hockey, and that's like the the like there are times where you're watching the game with Vossers, and it's like he doesn't know what he's looking at because he's just never been a hockey fan. That's tough, and it's it's tough. You can't do that for like hockey the most i feel like like right. basketball i could even get by and i don't fucking know how to play basketball yeah and it's like the you know? pace and he fosters was, uh, was like a was like I'd a like mock, to see that i would love to see that was you, you try broadcast to broadcast a basketball could that year? be a, a white but Sox my point is, is i know the strategy of basketball hockey yeah yeah yeah, most, I get yeah. You. yeah. well I get it's you. because it's it is like it's like a foreign language to a lot of people because like right. everybody to just, a degree played in gym class and all and, that, you know, like you have more exposure to yes. the other three big sports where right. you just don't have that. And Vossers came from uh baseball, baseball yeah. where he just, you know, it, it's there's the pace is different. Everything's different. Mm-hmm. And I think he he's talented guy. It's just, I just, I feel like it might not be the right fit. Yeah. There's little things like even when Jake Marsh called the, uh, the NYPD mm-hmm. FDNY game. Like, I think, oh, I would, what are like, 
nails him with a wrist or what a wrister or something. He said yeah. something, like it's and like, just, oh, it's got to go in to say that. It's some, what is it? A like, little, I don't, I can't remember the call you're talking about. I exactly. But, and with uh, the wit and biz were busting balls, but it's like I was with Marsh. It's like I didn't. Yeah, you know? but that's the thing, and it's like everything's just a little bit off, or like you know, I remember a snipe, a snipe. He yeah. said snipe. Yeah. Well, it's like a snipe has to be barred on in the net. Yeah. Like yeah. That's the, a snipe. the snipe yeah. didn't. Yeah. Eat, but it was. From my count, he yeah. smoked it off the yeah. boards. But, but I would like, be like, "That's a bomb!" Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, a yeah, bomb yeah. goalie got it for it was sure. A fucking for rocket, sure. it was a bomb. But it, it and it's just like it's little things like that. And then they're just like, I remember there was a couple times he mixed up Anthony Sioux and Kane, like when they're on the ice. Kane wears eighty eight, Anthony Sioux wears eighty nine. They don't look anything alike. Yeah, like the way they play, it pace, doesn't matter pace what of their numbers are, pace of play, yeah. every like their body lean, everything. Like it could not be. There could not be two more opposite players, and it was just like that. Like, how, how do you, how do you do things like that? Yeah. So I hope he gets better because I think he is. He has like some talent, and he had some moments where it was like he would have like, and Foley was so good at that, like the anticipatory call where like you could he, feel a goal Bill, coming. Yeah, exactly. And, yeah, yeah, and, yeah, like, yeah. So yeah. he had a couple good moments. I don't want to say it was all bad, but it was just I, I do feel like you're an original six team in a major market. Like you should have the absolute fucking best especially if you're pushing out two guys who literally are, are Hall of Fame yes. broad hockey broadcasters. So like we had it, it so right. spoiled in Chicago for a good solid stretch. Bad Sox teams, great awesome. announcers. It's all <laughs> yeah. it was. Yeah. You had uh Sox, Hawk and Stone. I mean, I'm going last 20 years. So Hawk and Stone. Uh, the Bears are the best there in Joniac. There, I fucking yep. I wish you could still do that. You could probably do it with DVR, but I I haven't tried. We used to just listen to the radio broadcast because it was it was perfectly in sync. Mm-hmm. Mute Better. the national broadcast on the TV. Listen to it. Um, um, Northside, you had um, you're a big Bob Brunley guy. Not Harry Carey. No, I'm not talking. I'm not Pat Hughes. Pat Hughes and uh and Len Casper. Hughes is still there too. Yeah, Hughes is there. Yeah. Hughes and um, Stone. I I fucking love Hughes and Santa. Love Steve yeah, Stone. that was awesome. Um, Bulls. I used to just lay outside. Yeah, Bulls had like, Stacy King and Neil Funk, I, I, and then yeah. Hawks, uh, Ed Zoen, and what's his face. Like Holy, that's yeah. all yeah. across the board. Awesome and Hughes, totally different. Hughes and Santo. Like I would. I would when just like Brand the Brown dropped start, that fly would... ball in left field. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Vaguely, yeah. When and did you you know what I'm talking about, right? <laughs> just keep going. It was Santo. Santo was on on the broadcast, and Brant Brown dropped it, like fucking Danny would have caught the ball. It was as routine as routine could have gotten, and he dropped the ball, and it was a major game. It was '98. Was it? What year was that? And, he, and you just game? hear you just hear Santa going, no, <laughs> Tom. Can you play the clip? It's it's got to be on there. Let's go, let's go. Um, just run. It's it's. I can't believe you guys don't know what I'm talking. See about. if you could find it. If not, yeah, we'll, it's we'll it's going to be it. the first hit because it's an insanely popular clip. But it's laugh out loud funny because Ron Santo is having a mental breakdown on air because of this fucked up. You got to play. If if you guys don't know what I'm talking about, then other people won't. And it yeah, is, I mean it pops up right away. Pat and Ron call Brant Brown drops yeah. ball. No. Oh, Rod Beck's on the mound too. <laughs> yeah, the shooter. Oh, the fucking. That's a that fucking guy, guy I would have liked to yeah. Peyton Manning cast with. Look at that! That's Kenny Powers. Two, two count on the hitter. Here's the pitch. Swung on, fly ball, left field. Brant Brown going back. 
Quite the no! <laughs> you can just feel yeah. the pain leaving his body. Yep. Yeah. But yeah, I, I hope guy. they uh, back to circle it Figure back. It out. They're they're so close to like I really believe in what the hockey side of things are doing. I feel like the business side keeps just I don't know over overcorrecting, fixing things that aren't you know like, and they don't have anybody that actually listens to their fans is is kind of and what their consumers want. That's that's the vibe I get. And uh, and so it feels a little bit like last time to me. Yeah. Where it's like the hockey's going to get really good, and then it's going to be like, look how great we did. And it's like, really? You, no, like Dale Talent did that, and then you guys reap the benefits. Yeah, exactly. So, lucky. Yeah. All right, then. Well, we will get to Cooper Dressler from Sale GP. Before we do that, let's talk about more labs here on our desk. Uh, me and Lance were talking about it. Which one was your favorite, Lance? The Liquid Focus. I really like that one. It's great. Liquid Focus. How did it make you feel? Like, what did you like about it? Uh, I would say it's, like, similar to coffee, but, but minus any type of, like, jitters or caffeine. It just feels really nice. You're, like, you know, you're not overly stimulated. You know, you just feel awake. It's it's Liquid Focus. Same. It's great. I had yeah. the same effect. Like, you just felt more, like, locked in. Yeah, but, like, yeah. cleaner. It's yeah. great. For sure. So go check out more labs. We have these on our desk right now if you're watching on YouTube. Uh, pretty much more labs created this nifty lifesaver drink called the morning recovery that helps you prevent rough mornings after drinking similar drinks have existed in Korea for a long time but there were uh, no options like it in the US that worked so their founder quit his job at Tesla to fix that and create morning recovery um, it's super simple all you have to do is drink one morning recovery while you drink or go to bed or before you go to bed it contains super herbs vitamins minerals and help you bounce back in a proprietary blend of electrolytes to rehydrate you uh, so you can have fun at night and feel good the next day feel like a real human like you did when you were 21 to be honest with you so they conducted a clinical study and users of morning recovery felt up to 80 percent better a big number than those without morning recovery across various symptoms if they're drinking Go to morelabs.com. That's morelabs.com. Use code MID for 20% off your first order of morning recovery. Need that. And this is this is summer. So yeah, this is it. You got nothing to lose. I Give got a like shot. four yeah. straight days of drinking coming up. Yeah. I'm, I'm like Take the whole box, scared. Dave. I, yeah, you should. I'm going to yeah. take yeah. the whole box. Take the whole box. All right, let's hop into it. Here is uh, Cooper Dressler from Sale GP. Whoosh. Thank you, Dave. Sorry. All right, we're doing the interview portion of today's show. We're joined by Cooper Dressler from Sale GP. I don't know if people know this. I talk about it all the time. I did this event last year. They do it out off of Navy Pier. It's a sailing event. It's like the world-class boats. The boats look like spaceships. It is a great day out of the water. Great way to see Chicago. So, Cooper, thanks for coming in sitting with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. So, this is you want to tell us a little bit about the tour and the league because I feel like people are still getting to know Sail GP. Like, I found it kind of happenstance because our social guy, Danny, posted the video of an almost crash. I'm like, this sport looks electric. So, uh, how, did you, how did you get involved? And tell me about like the, the founding of the league. Yeah. So, um, you know, this league is kind of it's the first of its kind in the sport of sailing and it's you know it's almost like formula one on the water so what we have is we have uh, nine teams all from different countries so each team is represented nationally by their home country and get out on a race course on the water and it's uh high octane racing the course is really small so it kind of forces lots of you know interactions between the boats 
and near crashes near crashes <laughs> yeah and sometimes actual, actual crashes <laughs> but what's really cool about it is that all the boats are one design they're these really uh high performance um they're foiling catamarans with rigid wing sails so um the boats are super fast they're just you know this is the um the absolute you know cutting edge of of sailing technology and you get awesome racing it's all powered by wind which is pretty crazy when you see the speeds that we do and um yeah the league is uh you know it's worldwide we we have uh, 11 events for this season season four coming up and um you know we start here in chicago this is the first event it's the daytona 500 of <laughs> That's yeah. Right. yeah 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 and so um uh, we'll we'll go to Europe after another event here in Los Angeles in the U.S. We'll go over to Europe for the European part portion, and um, it's just really cool. You know, all the events are <clears throat> they're just um, in these amazing, beautiful places. And well, other than Chicago, what's your what's hey, your favorite one? Um, honestly, I love the Spanish event, Cadiz, Spain. Okay, it's this really old, old city. Like, is a fortress built kind of on a sandbar. Um, near Seville and it's just like a beautiful, you know, old town, very cool streets. Do you guys get to like stick around and party and like live it up in these different cities or, or is it like <laughs> on to the next? It's a bit of on to the next. There is usually like a closing party for all of the CLGP staff, yep. not just, you know, not just the winners. I and finagled my way into that. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's usually pretty good. You yeah. know, you get a good sponsor in mm -hmm. there. Like, uh, who knows? Miller Lite. Miller Lite. Miller Lite. I bought some Maui gyms there. They were they were a sponsor. That was sick. Yep. Yeah. So, I mean, but for the most part, we're there to race. And then, um, you know, you think of it like any other professional sports league. It's on to the next event. You know, what did we do right? What did we do wrong at this one? Let's, let's improve for the next one. Now, how old is the league? This is the fourth season. The league was started, I believe, in 2018. Um, and the first racing occurred i think the year after that um a little bit rusty on my historical facts yeah. so i got involved um for the 2021 uh, to 22 season and that was coming off of the america's cup in auckland i was with a team down there uh new york yacht club american magic and um yeah i <clears throat> basically uh was approached by jimmy spithill who is our team's uh driver and ceo and we had done some sailing together in the previous America's Cup in Bermuda, so so like how does involved. how does that work? Like how do, how do you just like find your way onto like one of these world class sailing teams? Like I met oh Jimmy Spithill, yeah. And it's like all, next thing you know, you're in one of the most prestigious sporting events in the world. So like how does how do you go from being a kid from Coronado, California, to um uh, now I'm a professional sailor? I mean it it really depends. It depends what you end up doing on these boats. But um, for me personally. I came from a background. Um, I actually started as, you know, like a like a shore team person. So I was think of like your pit crew. Yeah. For um, for Oracle Team USA, who had just come off defending the America's Cup in 2013. So I joined the team. Um, you know, I was sweeping floors. Uh, you You're know, doing the bitch work. Yeah, yeah. doing the bitch work. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, so. In the meantime, you know, they have these, they have roles on these boats where you need to be very strong. You know, we call it grinding. So you get on these handles and you, you turn winches, mm -hmm. which move ropes, mm -hmm. which move sails. And um, so I was going to the gym, kind of sneaky secret sessions at night. And, and I ended up, you know, getting noticed by some of the, um, you know, the higher ups. And they gave me a, a trial when we were in Bermuda and um, I made it onto the sailing team. So 
But to answer your question more thoroughly, there are so many different avenues to get, you know, to this level of the sport. Uh, sailing, most people don't know, sailing is a huge Olympic sport. Yep. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. there, there are, um, you know, there are constant uh, Olympic circuits events going on all year round. Teams training, trying to, you know, get to the games and then trying to win medals. And you'll see if you look at the if you look at the athletes across all the teams in CLGP, it's just full of Olympians and medalists. And um, are they ever really Olympians? And like you said, like you're a strong guy, you're going to the gym. And people, do you ever like look at somebody who's playing football or something like that and be like, "We got to get this guy." We get, like look at that guy's biceps or, or vice versa. Or yeah, you're, yeah. Big, <laughs> you're big. Yeah, put to, well put definitely together, not dude. vice versa. Yeah, yeah. No, but like, can you like how much like? Because that is kind of a crazy story. They're just like, yeah, this guy's strong. Let's throw him on the boat. Yeah, I mean, obviously, the part I left out is that I had been sailing, you know, since I was Your a young kid. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> which, which comes yeah. with its own, you know, uh, barriers to entry. But um, what a lot of people don't realize is sailing is not as, you know, elitist or hard to get into as everyone mm. thinks. That's what I was going to ask. Yeah. yeah. And what's really cool is, you know, there's just so many different kinds of sailing you can do you can you know a lot of people think of sailing you know cruising around the bahamas with a you know a glass of champagne that's and, the kind i'm interested in yeah. that's that's the type of sailing you, the stuff that you're doing like oh you got to work Physical out to do work. It. yeah no i don't want to do any of that i'll watch you guys from shore yeah yeah and and i mean you can go and you can go on craigslist and you can get a, a hobie 16 for 500 dollars, and you can go out there and go 30 miles an hour on the water in a boat that's there we go. You want to split a boat? You were talking about splitting yeah. a boat. Yeah. Now you're, so I mean, <laughs> Katie with the Sheridan Shore Club today was, because Ryan asked her, he's like, "What? how much is this exact boat? She's like, I don't know, probably a couple hundred thousand. I'm like, it's like a 22. and I am out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah it's yeah. a 22-foot boat. I mean, it gets exponentially. But, yeah. Are yeah. you guys tasked as, uh, I guess, the athletes that, that I are employed by SailGP? Are you guys tasked with like being sort of ambassadors for the sport and kind of you know, outreach yourselves yeah, or is that just absolutely. come with the territory? Like it's a bit of both, but we definitely, what's really cool about CLGP is there are some really cool, um, initiatives that the league has created. Mm -hmm. One of them is called the inspire, uh, league and that's it's, or the inspire program. And that's basically every event we do, we, we, um, the league sources, you know, group groups of kids who maybe are interested, maybe have sailed a little bit before, and um, they come and they they go out on. We have the RS Fiva, which is a little you know two person boat, and, yeah. And the Open Bic and the Wasp is the foiling one. But basically, we we get all these kids who maybe have never sailed before, and we get them out on boats. Um, our team, uh, CLGP Team USA, actually has a foiling first initiative. So we do the same thing, but we get the these kids straight onto a foiling boat, which is pretty cool because that gets yeah. them hooked. It's like someone taking you takes yeah. someone taking you skydiving or something, mm -hmm. you know. You, kind of if, if you like it you're gonna want to do it again yeah but um and then of course we have the women's pathway program which is you know diversity equity inclusion is super important amongst all sports but specifically we want to sort of equalize the gender inequality we see in sailing because it is a very male dominated sport yeah. and the women's pathway program brings about these opportunities for female athletes to come and race on the boats and move into these you know these roles on this how do you get lead. in how do they choose different people for different roles like you said you're the start strong guys do we say it again it's the cranking grinder grinder okay <laughs> grinding grinding and cranking but like how do you how do you like do you graduate to being a driver like how does that what's like the the arc uh, or are you just like hey like i'm a lefty reliever specialist like yeah. this is what i'm gonna do forever you know i i guess like if i could draw a parallel to 
you know, when you're kind of starting out playing football, you don't really know what you're good at yet. Maybe Mm -hmm. you can run fast, but I mean, everyone needs to run fast on the field. And then you figure, then you discover you got a hell of an arm or something like that, or you you, sticky fingers, you can catch anything. It's sailing's kind of similar where at some point you always learn how to drive the boat, but maybe that's not always, maybe that doesn't become something you even enjoy. Maybe you prefer doing other things on the boat. Like you prefer, you know, the, the teamwork crew aspect, you, you like just managing one area. You don't really, and then there's the opposite of that, which is um, you have all these, you know, sailors out there who just have a magic touch. Anytime yeah. they're steering the boat. They just have a feel. Yeah, they yeah. have the feel. Yeah. And, um, you know, any skill can be improved yeah. upon, but some people just, just got it. Well, I think that's something that we even learned today. So it's yeah. like you kind of go and we're on like not doing anything near what you're doing, but you just yeah. kind of get like uh, like – you kind of get in like a rhythm a little bit where you kind of feel mm-hmm. the wind and feel the pull. And like oh, absolutely. Yeah. yeah. It was like, a, yeah. it's like a unique, I don't know. It's unlike anything I have ever really yeah. driven or done before. Cause it's not like driving. It's yeah. like, you have to be aware of so many different things. Exactly. Maybe I should be aware while driving too, but, uh, <laughs> but I'm just not apparently my phone and then, uh, the road, but that, uh, but yeah, so it is like, a, I wonder how much of that is just like, Hey, like this guy is like kind of born to drive or born to do, a specific role right yeah. yeah i mean there's because you're you're kind of immersed in nature you're on the water and then you're using the wind to yeah. do what you want to do but it's not like a car where you can't just point wherever you want yeah um but it's it's really cool because there's a lot of feel involved mm-hmm. and um that's what i said like yeah if you want to change up out yeah yeah exactly <laughs> you so gotta I, get that right grip like if you guys have done any surfing or anything it's like a little surfing yeah you yeah, know, it's like it. it's not <laughs> <laughs> yes, I have. <laughs> he took one surfing lesson, so he says he's was, a surfer. And I surfed all the time after yeah. that. Yeah, I've surfed like five times, <laughs> so I'm a surfer. Yeah. But same thing, you know, it's like it's this sport that's tied to nature, and it comes with, you know, all of these kind yeah. of variables that that hardly exist in other sports. Like mm-hmm. um, maybe it rains during a game or during an auto race. It might rain mm-hmm. or the track might be super hot. Um, but sailing is like – Oh my God, there's like waves, there's yeah. wind, there's animals, you there's know, not you enough to, wind, <laughs> you yeah, know, like yeah. there's seals trying to jump on it. Like it's just never ending, uh, variability. How much do your boats cost? And then what kind of trouble do you guys get in if you crash them? That is a great question. The actual sticker for a sail GP F50, which yep. is what the boats are called. I don't actually know. Does anyone in here know? Todd. Is it six? Yeah. Million per boat. Yeah. So so compare that to like a a NASCAR or a Formula One car. Yeah. And I would say that it's almost, um, the thing about these boats is they're, they're practically indestructible. Anytime we crash or something terrible happens, like a, like a piece of equipment fails, um, which happens rarely, it's all repairable. So in a way it's not like you crack the block on an engine and the thing's going, okay. you know, so you're not getting like a scary email from Larry Allison. Like, what did you <laughs> yeah. do to my boat? I mean, there's, you know, there is a cost of the human resource involved to repair certain things. Yeah. Okay. But, um, yeah, he's got, he's got enough. <laughs> yeah. He's got it. He's got it. Five yeah. and a half million for Larry Allison. You Chump know that change. Larry Allison is like the, uh, He's the yeah. founder of this league. You of, were of you were Oracle. talking about yeah, it earlier. So the guy who founded Oracle is like third richest guy in the world. He's have you have you ever taken like you catch a wrong wind, someone doesn't have the jib held properly. I learned that word today. The boom. And you just smack the water going fifty knots. Yeah. Because I'm looking at <laughs> at pictures of I mean, we we I don't know if you did, 
Uh, we went e-foiling a couple summers ago, obviously oh, nice. completely different, but you're out of water and yeah. you're cruising a little bit. Like yeah. you're going 50 plus miles an hour in these boats. What happens if you fall out? Yeah. Well, luckily we don't fall out. We have like a, Oh, you, you're so harnessed like, in. Yeah. Or, we have like tethers yeah. that hold us yeah. in. But I mean, I think you, I'd, I don't know if I want to be tethered. Yeah. That almost well, sounds I, worse. In it, some ways. It, it, you know, we, um, because of the tether system, because of the you know possibility of crashing, we actually do a lot of safety training, and mm-hmm. we carry. Um, you've probably seen the spare, uh, like the small scuba bottles we carry yep. on our person. Mm-hmm. So they're each yeah, person yeah. has like a we call it spare air, and you have you know safety knives so you can cut yourself if out of like rigging and stuff if you get trapped underneath. Jesus. But um, yeah, when the the cool thing about these boats is they're, it's a, you know it's a it's it's a fifty foot boat. But it only, you know, it only weighs like a couple ton, which is very light for a 50 foot For how long it is, right. And so when you crash, it stops really fast. And you know what they say, it's not the speed that kills you. It's, you know. Stop, no, I don't. Stopping or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's that might have been like a little sudden, inside it's sailing. It's the sudden like, deceleration. Okay. Um, but anyway, it's it can be pretty dicey. You know, there's yeah. a lot of G forces just in, yeah. in the maneuvers we do, and and you know, people people get hurt. So do, it, you, do your family and friends like do sailing like casually now? Like, do your parents have a boat or anything like that? No, no? I mean, I, obviously, I have a lot of friends who sail yeah. and. Um, Casual sailing, definitely, because okay. that's the other side of sailing. Like we're talking about, we're talking about these six million dollar yeah. boats that race each other. But I'm just wondering if you're like a backseat driver, like if someone <laughs> else is in charge. You're on like a regular sailboat, like you're doing it so wrong. No way, no yeah, way, okay. no way. I'm over by the cooler. Okay, yeah. all right, all right. Guy like us. Yeah. <laughs> um, so what is next after after Chicago? After Chicago is L.A. L.A. Yeah. Okay, and then are, are there different like? communities that have like really embraced this more like you see like when you go to if you compare it use the f1 comparison there are certain yeah. sites where they have these races around the world where it is the biggest thing yeah is there a hundred thousand people yeah yeah yeah, yeah, are, yeah are there are there specific stops along the way in this tour where you're like oh i can't wait for oh definitely or singapore or yeah, whatever it is. yeah 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 relatively speaking like you know um comparing Comparing one event to another event, mm-hmm. you know, like San Francisco is a big one. Chicago is actually huge. You know, okay. I yeah, mean, it felt big last yeah, year. Yeah, and 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 this will be our, our second time coming here. I thought there was a um, there was a an America's Cup World Series event here in like okay. t- 2016 or 17. I can't remember, but anyway, it's like every time any kind of sailing happens in Chicago that that involves um, you know high performance boats like these, people just come out in droves, and yeah. I think it's because this is like a this is just like a diehard sports fan city, right? Is, mm-hmm. yeah. And if there's some kind of action, you know, going on, people are going to want to check it out. And that's, I mean, that's really why I'm here today because I want to tell everyone out there that you really got to come check this out. It's going to be down by Navy Pier. It's like this awesome arena yeah. with the city. How far backdrop. up and down the lake are you guys going? It's not. It's a pretty it's small. Like, it's a it's mi- pretty okay. Yeah, it's like a mile, not yeah. even. Yeah, like a. Because three quarters of a mile. The reason I ask is because like our big beach is uh, it's North Ave Beach, which is which is not far north from there, but a little north from there. But um, yeah. what like what? How's the national pride go for for this league? So what? So what teams are in it? First of all, okay. So you have United States, um, GBR, Great Britain, mm-hmm. New Zealand, Australia. You have Spain, Denmark, Switzerland. And I'm missing Australia. Um, I said Australia. Oh, you did. Okay. I'm missing South France. Africa, maybe. Um, France, and then last but very not least, 
is, 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 is Canada. Canada. Thank you. So you have nine teams currently and yeah, they're national teams. There's a, there's a rule in the league that you can only, uh, if you are, if your team was new last season, you can have, I think up to three non-nationals and each year it goes down one. So next this, this season, they'll only be allowed to have two, um, you know, cause we have, we have Jimmy Spithill mm-hmm. driving our boat. He's, he's an Australian citizen. Mm-hmm. You know, he has an American wife, American, you know, it's got green, a green, green card. card. Yeah. Get him in here. But yeah, I mean, there's a lot of national pride for sure. Why? What's are, the trash talk like? Yeah. The trash talk? Oh, you dirty great Brits. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What's the, uh, they yeah. beat you guys. Oh yeah. Well, let's rewind it. 1776 or something. You <laughs> yeah. Know? That's right. Let's go. Yeah. Rematch. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So, so if Dodgers. Yeah. British. Yeah. So if Dodgers. Um, Kiwis are the dirt eaters. I don't know if I'm allowed to say any of this. Probably. Stuff, but, it sounds uh, fine to me. Um, <laughs> why are Australians so good at it? You know, it's it's hard to say. Okay. It's a, doing it longer, right? They, they've been, you know, there is sailing in Australia is a big deal. Mm-hmm. You know, you've probably heard of the Sydney Hobart race. Yeah. Um, it's like their Super Bowl. Uh, okay. You know, they have sailing and cricket and pro rugby. surfing and yeah, rugby. Yeah. And, um, yeah, for whatever reason, I think they, they invest a lot. I mean, well, for that reason, they, have, they invest a lot in their, um, in their Olympic teams. They have a lot of just, you know, countrywide, like within mm-hmm. the nation racing, and it's super competitive. And then you have people come out of, you know, this, this pool of talent like Tom Slingsby and, and Kyle Langford. And these are the guys on the CLGP Australian team. And they've been sailing together for over 10 years now. You know, So they're uh, like, why can't we beat Slingsby? Telepathic. Why, can't we, why can't we beat that guy? You know, he's beatable. He okay, beatable. all right. Yeah. Mark it down. Yeah. How is yeah. the USA team comparatively in the league as a whole? Yeah, you know, we've actually, we struggled the last season. And towards the end of the season, we kind of flagged the rest and said, let's kind of let's look inward and let's let's rebuild you know mm-hmm. we we have to make some changes here we know well, all about that in chicago because what yeah yeah exactly Perpetually it's, rebuilding yep another yep. exactly it's just another parallel to like any other sport mm-hmm. it's like if you're you, you you'll have your rebuild season every once mm-hmm. in a while and i think that's kind of what we went through last time and and um we're sort of working on a on a formula for this upcoming season that's going to actually you know get us competitive again because we were really competitive the season before that and then for whatever reason, whether it was the other teams were catching up, um, you know, cause we were in the final and then this year, uh, it was like seven was our, was our magic number, you know, um, unfortunately, but we're really encouraged by kind of what we've been doing the last few events. Unfortunately, we didn't like go out with a bang in San Francisco, but some really encouraging stuff going on. So it's just, you know, we have to keep working and we'll get there. Is there like a practice regimen? Like, you know, football, you're practicing yeah. Monday through Friday, film Saturday, team dinner Saturday night, game Sunday. There is during the weekend, you know, we have a, we have up to two training days mm-hmm. and we'll review video, um, you know, that so night yeah. after sailing. Yeah. And then, you know, we'll have dinner together. There, there's there's definitely a routine for each event. And, um, you know, each team has a coach. Uh, we're constantly collecting data. Um, the data is actually shared uh, throughout the league. So you can actually look at other teams and see exactly what they're doing you know all of these moving parts on the boats have um you know they have uh you know string pots or load sensors we can see all those numbers and find out what what they're doing that uh, maybe that indicates they're doing something right or um maybe that's that's something we don't need to try anyway the boats are like um 
you know, they're very tunable. You, okay. you, they're all the same. They're one design. So we all get the same boat. But what you do with it is what makes the difference. All the settings, yeah. all the way. You, it's basically so like you a, kind of have to be like an engineer. Yeah, the boat yeah. is programmable for okay. sure. Okay, yeah. interesting. Interesting. Yeah. All right. Anything else that we should know about this event? And and like if you're, you know, you're saying like, hey, come on out Saturday, Sunday. Like what's what's the what's the number one message you want to say about SailGP? Is oh. there something that it's... It's it's a blast. Yeah. That's my number one message. I mean, this event specifically in Chicago, we're going to be right off the Navy Pier huge you know race village there's gonna be live music every night it's it's like a big party there'll be sun i mean chicago high noons yeah high noons, <laughs> <laughs> high noons here yeah. bust out your seltzer of choice yeah and um i mean it's just awesome you know and if you don't know anything about sailing it's still racing you know yeah you, yeah you look yeah. at these things and you're like oh well they're obviously racing and they're cutting each other off and almost crashing yeah. and it's like and he's you- talked about it since he went last year just yeah. like in passing not trying to yeah, give yeah, a sales yeah. pitch he's like oh this is awesome just like yeah. trust me like we're going next year well, and it's like i feel like i know a little bit more about it now because i would listen yeah. they had mm-hmm. like the uh like a, basically a radio broadcast yes of it while you're sitting there of this guy like, like yeah the saying, commentary like, yeah yeah, yeah. He's yeah. Like, you have to he's going to find win i'm like what do you mean he's finding win? like, <laughs> like how do you look for win <laughs> it's like it's invisible yeah you know? <laughs> and it's like but he's going way out way out wide yeah, trying yeah, to find yeah. some win like all right this seems like a bold strategy let's see what happens <laughs> but it is like it is like a fascinating thing to like learn about and to watch yeah. and then like you're I don't know. No offense, but you're always kind of like hoping for like a near collision yeah. or yeah, something yeah, like yeah, that yeah. too, because those are always exciting. We're so just the spectators. It is a party. Yeah. It is a party. So yeah. uh, I think all of us are going to be there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so we're awesome. we're looking forward. Really to Really looking so, forward yeah. to we'll see it. you guys there. I mean, yeah. it's yeah. Go ahead. Well, before I, I wanted to get your pitch to like America's youth on yeah. why you should, because like I heard price tags, and obviously sailing has the stigma that it's yeah. for just the upper one percent of the upper one percent. Yep. And Katie started explaining a little in detail about why that's not the case and it doesn't have to be the case. So um, what's your spin on that? I mean, my spin on that is that anywhere you are near water, there's bound to be like a sailing club or a yacht Mm -hmm. club or some kind of organization that has boats. And what, what happens is you might not know this because they don't advertise it very well, but you can go down there and you can take a lesson. You can go ask someone if they'll take you out on a boat. And basically the access is kind of just so much uh there's just so much more access than you might think right and what's so cool about sailing is you know forget what we're doing here we're racing you can go out there you know go on the water navigate you know you're you're the captain of your own ship throw a few back or if you're a young kid you know just go fast go explore like Mm -hmm. find a beach find an island and it's just like it's like total freedom it's Mm -hmm. just yeah it's really cool that is, I think that is the selling point. It is like there are no roads. You go wherever you want. Yeah. Where we're going, and, we yeah, don't need You're not roads. worried about gas or anything. Yeah. You, know, yeah. oh, you got to get back yeah. to the dock, yeah. fill up. Hey, our driving lesson's getting you down. Come sailing because <laughs> yeah. there ain't no rules. No. Yeah, it was great. We had a fun day out of the water today. And we're I looking forward to having more fun yeah, at, awesome. uh, at SailGP this, this 16th and 17th. Yep, correct. 16, 17. Yep. That's right. Yeah, yep. so we'll Friday, be there. Hopefully, we'll Saturday. see you there. We'll be rooting for USA, of course. Yeah, I hope to see you guys and, there. Uh, and yeah, so thanks so much for, for coming in. Thanks for having yeah, me. Yeah, we're going to be there dressed up like 4th of July, <laughs> sparklers. <laughs> yes. Really give it to the Brits and the French and, and the Cooper Canadians. Cooper Dressler signs, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right, well, that's awesome. it. So yeah, thanks, thanks very much. Yeah, thank you. All right, thank you to Cooper for hopping on. Uh, that's the show. Anything else? Go USA. Sail GP. Yeah, that's another thing we didn't yeah. when you're doing the ad read. It's it's nation versus nation. So get out there yeah. wearing your you so know, red, white, and blue. We hate Australia. We hate Canada. Great Britain. 
Great Britain, France. We South hate Africa. all. I don't know if South Africa's in it, but we hate all those four. Those are like the big New dogs. Zealand. New Zealand. We don't like any of them. The We're dogs. for America. We're for guys like Cooper, uh, who's basically a guy like us, except for you know being. Handsome I didn't appreciate that about him, by the way. What? They're walking in all fucking yoked up and handsome. Yeah. He didn't need to do that. Yeah, but like he does need to do it for USA. Not well this weekend or yeah, next weekend. Next yes. weekend. Yeah. So we'll be there. So check it out. Anything else, Danny? I got it all. Today. And that's the show. Tom, hit the button, <laughs> guys. We'll see you on Tuesday yeah, for the we're live do episode. That to Danny, I'll be at the Sox game Saturday. I'm disappointed you won't be there. I'm going you to. Didn't invite me. Are you? No. No. I was going to say. <laughs> Although I did get invited by the 108 guys. We we're going to do a game with. It's Hawaiian you. shirt day. I will donate my Hawaiian shirt to the 108. Um, and they're free to raffle it off to a fan like I do every year I go. Nice. It just has to be a fan. Do you always go on Hawaiian Shirt Day? I have a group of friends who gets like 100 people Is to it the Hawaiian Shirt Day. No, it's not. Um, and they get patio tickets and whatnot. So You're yeah. going to have a fun Saturday. It should be fun, yeah. I would have gone if it weren't uh, – I have a wedding this weekend. But I will say that like I'm not a giveaway guy. Usually when they hand it to me, I'm like, I don't want it. White Sox have good giveaways. <laughs> That is one of the giveaways that I, I do keep. It is it's a nice. great, great giveaway. And the Eskimo nice. hat. That's Eskimo. an awesome... Dude, that's perfect for fucking uh, late January Bears... Or late January. <laughs> late, late December Bears game when hey, it's zero degrees things out. Things are turning around. Yeah. That is true. I've, I've seen nice tweets there about OTAs. There we go. Yeah. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Uh, see you Tuesday for the live show. <laughs>